For a time, we tried to contact him by radio, but no response. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's on? Going on, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to episode thirty-one of the Dumb Marks Podcast, your favorite Saturday brunch bunch, gentlemen. I'm actually doing something that's like a normal human being activity later tonight. We rented out a movie theater, okay, and we're going to see Godzilla vs Kong. There's I'm nine of us. There's nine of us. It's you know, we have the whole theater to just the nine of us. It's the it's the lazy boy recliner seat theater. So I'll be in there with my icy and popcorn later, and I'll actually <laughs> feel like it's you know 2015 again when you can go out and stuff and not have to worry about anything. <laughs> like super excited. It's like I woke up this morning like it was Christmas. I'm like, ooh, we're going to the movies tonight. Like this is great. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody week? Everybody good? What's going everybody on? Good. Easter Sunday tomorrow, the big Osley Brothers versus Earth, Wind, and Fire. Wear your church clothes all day. The I, I was seeing, uh, you know, and and this is by no means derogatory, but um, shout out to Black Twitter this week because you guys were killing it with the versus tweets. They had <laughs> man, they. Uh, they were like the amount of gators and cologne that's gonna be sprayed during this. <laughs> I can't wait tomorrow. So going, you know, gonna wake up, do a little Easter egg hunting. You know, um, people actually do that, man. What's that? I said people actually do that. I've never the Easter egg hunt. I think I had an Easter egg hunt in school. That was it. The school, yeah. We're having one for the kids. Yeah, yeah we got a, I got a, I got an Easter egg hunt two doors over from my house um, later on the day for the kids. So, are there yeah, adult man, are, there, are there bears laid out anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> are you coming up? Are you coming up on something? <laughs> straighten the straighten the cooler there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my I mean, obviously, my son's my son's way past the age for anything mm. like that, but. Um, I think this might be my la- the last year for Kendall, and I think she's doing it just because of the younger kids that are going to be there because mm-hmm. they, they they like having her around doing that stuff. So I think that's why she's doing it this year. Um, but yeah, it's fun. Um, um, you know, hunting for some eggs um, and and that. So yeah, some some normalcy back back into our life this weekend, which was a uh, which is a good thing after a year plus of. You know, he, he who shall not be named that starts with a C. Um, what I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, nah, that's so yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, you know, wake up like I said tomorrow. Um, if you guys are going to church, go to church. Um, you know, come back. I'm gonna zoom on in. Eat some, eat some good food, and then uh, get ready to sit back and um, and enjoy some some good music tomorrow night. So, if, you know, that would definitely. I can't wait for that versus. It's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be lit. They got Steve Harvey hosting. I'm not sure how I feel about that. <sighs> I mean, you know, yeah, for that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know, 
I'm about to just turn on the Spotify playlist and like look. <laughs> That's why I mean any anywhere that playlist is is at is going to be one to download and save if you if yeah. you can for sure. So yeah. is Cedric um, going to be the co-host? Because you know they're going to dance like they used to do on the Steve Harvey show all the time. <laughs> I didn't see that. We might get a Cedric running. You never know. Um, but yeah, so but now nah, everybody everybody good. How's everybody's week? A lot of shit went on this week. Yeah, not too bad. Really, wasn't a bad week for me. I get my second COVID shot this upcoming week, so yay! Yeah, my my uncle got his second shot um, earlier in the week, so um, you know with that. And they, I think uh, Pennsylvania, they said um, by the what April's, I want to say fifteenth, sixteenth, um, it'll be eligible to everybody thirty thirty and up. Everybody, yeah, sixteen. Oh, 16 and up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So, still nothing for the kids yet. Um, but, yeah. So, um, good on that. But uh, what, uh, what what's everybody got going on? What, what we got to get into an intro here before we hop into the regular shenanigans, shits, and giggles that we roll through on a weekly basis? Um, Nothing on the gamer front. It was very, very quiet this week. The only thing of real significance is that Mario 3D All-Star Pack uh, finally went discontinued. Nintendo pulled it off of their store, so you can't buy it off the store anymore. So whatever remaining copies are in the store, that's it. And they're already selling them on eBay. I saw the highest bid for fifty thousand dollars for a game, which is really yeah. No. yeah, 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 yeah. People's already swinging for the fences with this no. fifty thousand, fourteen thousand, eight hundred, five hundred. I was pissed I had to pay sixty for it when it came out. <laughs> yeah, that's Nintendo. But yeah, but don't ever pay fifty thousand dollars for a game. <laughs> Did you see an unopened box of a uh, Super Mario or unopened a game, a Super Mario Brothers, the original, sold for uh, sixty six hundred thousand or six hundred sixty thousand? It said it was left in the. It was left. It was a Christmas gift that was left in the drawer until this this year. Thirty oh, years wow. later, <laughs> I, I highly doubt that. <laughs> they said, it, "Wait, it, it, it was just Super Mario Brothers." Hey, listen, uh, you know Chevy Chase in uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. He goes up in the attic and finds gifts from like you know seventy six. So, like, yes, I mean, it, it, it can happen. Um, Left in a desk drawer until this year. That's crazy. Hey, shout out to them though. Way to come yeah, really. and get a, and, and get, a <laughs> you know, get a bag. It's mm-hmm. not a it's not a bad uh that's not a bad find at all. So it's like find that like uh winning powerball ticket in your drawer that you didn't even know you had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's crazy. It, it it's I still can't believe the amount of money people spend on stuff, but hey, if you got that amount of money and that's what you decide to spend it on, you know, shout out to you for spending it and Shout out to the person that's able to get that amount of money. Speaking yeah. of which, I saw Nick. I'm not a Nicolas Cage fan, but I saw him talk this week about. I guess he's having some financial problems, and wow. they were. I guess. I guess they were asking him something like, "Well, do you regret spending money on certain things?" Like I know he spent like millions of dollars on like the first Superman comic. As, as I say, like didn't that. he? Didn't he buy like a dinosaur head, like a rare dinosaur head for like <laughs> two? I don't know, but million, that sounds about right. Like, <laughs> I could have sworn a couple years ago I, I saw a story about him just buying a random dinosaur head for like 3.2 million and it's like 
What are you doing with a random dinosaur head? Like, he just uh, needs shit. Conversation piece. (laughs) (laughs) He said, he goes, I don't regret anything I bought. It's just like, are you sure about that? Like, he need that national treasure series to hit like now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, uh, I did see, um, speaking of how I'm going to the movies tonight, but, um, I saw here in, in Allegheny County in Pittsburgh locally, um, Boyce Park and Settlers Cabin Park are going to be doing drive-in movies this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's uh, the first movie is Hop. Um, it'll it'll start sh- uh, start showing tomorrow, April third at dusk, and it is free, but it's it's only for the first hundred cars per movie. Um, mm-hmm. So. Don't know how much traffic they'll get for Hop. That was a terrible movie, but um, I get it Easter Sunday. I get it Easter Sunday. Not a you know bad choice to put in, but um, yeah. So if you're if you live near and around uh, Settlers Cabin or Boys Park um, and want something to do, something to look at, um, you know, get on to the drive-in. I thought drive-ins would have been. I know we have like one or two around us locally. Mm-hmm. I don't know how prevalent they are around the country. Um, I know they died out years ago, but uh, as a kid growing up, I loved going to the drive-in. Like mm-hmm. that was, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> so you think it was never die, but then again, you got to think you got to wait till dark for movies to show. So that's mm-hmm. what, one or two showings a night. You know, ain't making much. Yeah, it was not. I mean, you know, then, going, then it got to be we, we used to yeah. we used to do the putt putt golf, and then we would go, you know, go watch the the back to back double feature, the drive-in, and you would. You'd be awake for the first one, and then at some point you'd fall asleep. And next thing you know, you'd wake up in your bed the next day. Like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> As a kid, it was like. And they always, like, the way they had it set up, they would play the kids' movie first, and then the mm-hmm. adult movie would come on after. So mm-hmm. it was like, it was it really was the perfect setup. So, um, you know. But, yeah, if you're looking for something to do, um, you know, you got to be one of the first 100 cars to get there. So, I don't like I said, I don't know how much traffic these – this first movie is going to get or what the list of movies is going to be, but um, something, something to think about, something to consider doing there. So Not my end first for a second, whenever you were going over the locations, did you mention Carrie furnace too? down Rankin's doing them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah I haven't they, heard much about those since. Yeah. They did them last, last um, summer and they announced that they're bringing it back this year okay. too. Okay. All right. Cool. cool. They'll do it once one weekend a month. They're doing them. All right. Thanks yeah. for Pittsburgh thing. Well, that's that's what they usually do. Like they, I think the first that's always the first week is, is always yeah. a Pittsburgh movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's Dark Knight Rises. Okay, count me out. Um, <laughs> I did see just one thing for for gaming that I saw. Um, Microsoft confirmed that uh, PlayStation exclusive and will be the show twenty one will be arriving on Xbox Game Pass. On April twentieth, I can't remember if we covered that before or not. Um, so I may listen. I'm excited to play the show on on Xbox. I, um, you know, I'm, I'm I, I'll download that for sure and, and get into that. Um, probably be the only baseball that I watch this year. Although the Pirates are undefeated. Hey, shout out Stop to the Pirates. It. Stop it. Shout out to the Pirates. <laughs> First place two days into the season. Shout out to the Buckos. <laughs> First you know? only time this year. Hey, listen, you got to tout it when you can. You know, <laughs> run it while you can. This is true. <laughs> so, 
Um, yeah, so there's that, but uh, I didn't see anything else, um, you know, gaming wise or anything like that. Um, yeah, it was uh, quiet on on that part this week. Not much, yeah. not much in snacks or anything else that we go over. Um, watched episode three of Winter Soldier last night. Oh yeah, I need so, to catch up. Yeah, you do. Yeah, this episode was really like Captain America Winter Soldier. I think it that's was, gonna be tonight, episode two and three for me. Man, it, it was some action. Yeah, the story is getting really good now. Super good. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know where it's gonna break off and go. Like, I know. So there's so many different things that you could see happening right now, mm-hmm. which is good because it's it's keeping you interested and keeping you coming back. Um, a lot of Easter eggs being dropped oh, yeah. um, that, are, that are very subtle. That unless you read up on it and then go back and watch it, I know I missed the ones from last night. I missed. I read up on them this morning and I, and I missed them last night. But looking like as I was reading, thinking about the episode, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes total sense now. So, um, but yeah, so looking forward to that. Anybody got anything else? No, nope. don't got anything else. We got I got a game on on standby if we want to play that. Oh, let's go. Okay. We've actually had this one saved for a bit now, but we haven't had time to play it. <laughs> so this is different than one gotta go. So you can only pick one of these and the rest will vanish from history. Ooh. So Donald, you had sent this one over before. Mm-hmm. Is, are we doing is this everything or is this just movies this is everything i didn't make this one i, I did i saw it and i just made the fonts a little bit better more okay. legible. <laughs> we we could have we could have flipped this into a one gotta go um it, oh yeah for sure for sure we still um, can. but if i'm only picking one to watch and the rest are are non-existent and have no idea that they were even around oh man i uh, I'll have to flip a coin between Marvel and Pixar. I've never watched one Star Wars ever in my life. So you know, people can hate me if you want. But um yeah, Bubba Fett and and you know Chewbacca and whatever else you got going on there. Um R2 D2. Yeah, you know too much about it. You might as well just uh <laughs> <laughs> those are all the, those are all the main characters. Like, I can rattle off names of main characters because of how popular Star Wars is, but I've never sat down and watched it. Don't. <laughs> Don't. I'll keep. I'll. I'll. Oh man, Pixar is so good. Marvel. I'll keep. I'll. I'll keep Marvel, and the rest can vanish, like Thanos with the snap. Oh, <laughs> uh, for me, uh, yeah, uh, it will have to be Marvel. Will stay for me because that's what I grew up on. That's what I knew about first before everything. Pixar could go because even before Pixar, Disney was something. Um, DC that was Marvel's rival, so I don't know much about DC except for the main players. And Star Wars, I love Star Wars, and then once Disney ripped into them real well i have big issues with star wars so they can vanish as well so marvel will be my pick what's more rewatchable pixar i'm going with pixar i mean 
I was I was I was torn because Pixar like, Marvel's great, but I haven't watched a Marvel a single Marvel movie since they dropped. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm surprised he got rid of DC. The Snyder Cut analyst right there. Hey, love Superman, love Darth Vader. I don't watch Pixar any time of day. Still haven't still haven't spent four hours watching this, this Snyder Cut. Yet. But no. you need to. No. Just ask Jason about it. He broke it all down. So yeah. All right, Chris, what do you got? Don't watch the Snyder Cut. It's it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, DC. That's what got me into into comics back in the day. Um, but their movies are trash. Marvel movies are great. Pixar movies are great. Star Wars, I could definitely take or leave. Um, between Pixar and Marvel, I, I do go back and watch some of the Marvel movies. I think I'm going to go with Marvel, too, with this. Uh, bunch of damn puppets. Hey, listen, me, <laughs> no strings on me. This was a nice... This was a Disney nice owns both, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> This was, this was a nice little tune-up for, for one guy to go later on in the show. Um, not bad there. So, All right. Well, um, if that's all we got for the intro, then let's hop into the real stuff. All right, gentlemen. Welcome to this week's edition of Bell to Bell. Um, we got a lot to cover this week, especially going to discuss uh, NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver predictions. Um, before we get into that, I, I do have one thing to, to share with you guys first and from wrestling this week. There was a lot of talk about belts. Uh, new Japan unveiled their <laughs> hold new, on, hold their on, new hold before, before 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 you get into the into the belt. The, I'm not, we're not discussing the belt yet, but there's a, there's only one thing that we need to start this this episode and edition of Bell to Bell off with, okay? And that is Chris Jericho being on WWE programming. And will appear on Stone Cold's Broken Skull Session podcast on night two of WrestleMania. That's all we need to start with right there. That's the biggest news in wrestling. Okay. The before, only thing bigger on, before we get into that, I got something to share. The only thing bigger than that is that the gate has been opened and Dragon Gate and MLW on Raw. Dragon Gate and MLW are now partnering together. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the forbidden door we got the the open gate we got the uh, open gate court Bauer reworded it it's not the forbidden door it's the, the open gate <laughs> which is a nice play on dragon gate so I, we'll get into yeah. that whenever later on but go ahead before we hop into jericho in yeah, before Austin, we hop break, into anything breaking the internet this week <laughs> and it did it definitely did i got something in this week that i wanted to share with you guys and I think it. I was. I didn't tell you guys because I didn't. wasn't sure how it was going to turn out, but I liked how it turned out. Uh, is this a Dunmark belt? Uh, <laughs> it is the Dunmark belt. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, here's the deal. We got some this. side plates now. <laughs> here's, the, here's, here's the deal with this. We're we're, we're gonna that that Dunmark belt is gonna be defended on a weekly basis for one guy to go. Okay. You know, said, I thought like after we could get together, we could do something like the BTE title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, we'll definitely we'll definitely steal that. Everything else in wrestling is stolen, so we'll steal the, <laughs> that belt. Will be defended and that will yeah. be carried around. Okay, <laughs> listen. 
you gotta wear it in the grocery store. You gotta take it to work. You gotta, you gotta travel with it, just just like you gotta travel with it. Regular belt. All right, this is my work office too, so it made it work. Yeah. Out. Uh, uh, rules. Uh, yep, twenty four seven rules. <laughs> Jay, I'll call you up randomly at two o'clock in the morning for a trivia contest. It don't matter. That belt will be defended. <laughs> right? On anything. On anything. On anything. On anything, so yeah, so look, tune in for that. We'll we'll have some good right. stuff for you guys uh, moving forward. Once we're able to get back together, we'll definitely have some stuff set up that that will be defended. <laughs> nice, nicely done there. Nice job. Kudos. So you know we need sad place now. <laughs> it took about six weeks for those to come in. Six weeks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, listen. If I still had a car. Instead of an SUV, you know how you used to line your hats up on the back of your car? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'd be lined up on the back. Uh-huh. A <laughs> mark wrap around the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, kudos to that. So, all right, now that, now that we got some gold to fight for, uh, <laughs> Jericho Austin. Thoughts? Shenanigans? Didn't really see it coming. Good. I did not see that coming. Couldn't believe so, it was going to happen. So the announcement dropped, right? And kudos to them for the way that they dropped it. Mm-hmm. It was a 10-second countdown, <laughs> Austin's logo, screen pans out, and it's him and Jericho staring at each other across the table. Then they both look in the camera, give a little wink, and that's it. <laughs> if that did not set the world on fire this week, I don't know what you were doing or what rock you were living under because it wasn't on my internet. I got was, uh, a right, a right. There was better storytelling than anything Manny got to offer this year. The, the absolutely the April fool's day setup was good too. April fool's good. day setup was good. So, um, triple H was on a, I don't, I don't know if he was given an interview yesterday or a conference call, but one of the reporters asked him his thoughts about it. And he said to him, he said, listen, he said, it's not a surprise to me. Um, it's not this this big, um, big, like, blockbuster situation to him. He goes, there's a lot of false narratives about when people leave the company and how relationships are and, and so on and so forth. He goes, you know, to have Jericho on WWE programming is no surprise. He goes, I've been saying that we're open for business and we will do whatever is best for business. And it's Vince, not what we make it out to be. It's right. It's fa- right. Exactly. That's what he's saying. He's saying there's these narratives that fans build up mm-hmm. between the companies. And we saw this back in the nineties between WCW and WWE. Although the situation was different, obviously, yeah. because they were definitely competing head to head one was trying to take the other one out. Like there was no, no qualms about it. That's what was going on back then. Now it's a different situation completely. Um, and I think with Vince getting older and that, and you have, you know, obviously Triple H is, is stepped up and doing a, a large part, um, you know, whatever Shane and Stephanie's role is. But I think um, they recognize and realize and see what could be done by working with other promotions and whether or not this will lead to anything that actually ends up with AEW stars, wrestling WWE stars, who knows? 
But I do think they see the value in it now compared to what it was 20 plus years ago when it was WCW and WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had seen a little bit, like very light of this in the past. Like whenever Ric Flair got in the Four Horsemen got inducted into the Hall of Fame, he was with TNA at the time. Mm-hmm. So they had Flair come in, then Christian went to, I think it was Slammiversary that year. You know, so that was like a little exchange. So they they had been open to things before, but you know, I, I this one really surprised me more so. But like, we'll see what comes of it in the future. But I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited for this. Like Stone Cold said to Sports Illustrated, you know, him and Jericho were just bullshitting through text, you know, during the Undertaker interview, and that's how it came up. And he Stone Cold texted Vince, and Vince gave the thumbs up, and. Yeah, Tony, 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 Colin, and Vince both signed off on it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's um, you know, and apparently, I mean, they are going to talk about AEW, mm-hmm. so that's that's something that again, like, mind blown. You know, you go back a year and a half, two years ago, you would never think you would hear mm-hmm. somebody on WWE programming talking about AEW, but obviously, it's going to come up. You know, don't go through. Like Austin does with all his guests, they'll go through the the history and and pull up matches and all that. But it, you know, Jericho is the perfect person to have on. Yeah, He's the perfect person to to bridge some of those gaps. Um, if if it really is going to turn into some type of working relationship at some point, um, you know. So yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I can't wait to. I'm more excited to hear that than I am for Mania right now. As far oh, as oh yeah, mm-hmm. and like you said, he's a good person too because uh, he never burned his bridges with WWE. You know, no. like some other wrestler, so he could always come back. Without no, and, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's definitely a future Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, and like you know, Ed Edge talked about this week. Him and him and Christian. Um, Obviously, they still talk. They watched, you know, they, them two rewatched his his match from Dynamite this week and and went over it and everything else. So, like, I I think there's a lot more conversing behind the scenes between companies and wrestlers in those companies. You know, Britt Baker said it on Renee's podcast. You know, Drew McIntyre reached out to her. Bailey reached out to her. Like, these people talk to each other. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't think there's the the necessarily the hate and, and vitriol that like, oh, I'm AEW, I can't speak to you like how the fans see it. Mm-hmm. So, I honestly, this is this is good. Like I said, I don't know if it'll turn into anything. If it doesn't, so be it. But this is a cool moment to have in yeah. time based mm-hmm. off of the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like any other good business, let's all make money together. Yeah. If it does work out, you know. <laughs> and honestly, if you want to think about it, like, and Kenny Omega put this on his Instagram, but like him and Xavier Woods doing what they did in the gaming world together and, and Xavier getting the okay to do this stuff with Omega whenever he was in New Japan, like, not that that was the first kickoff to having the forbidden door open, but I mean, you wouldn't have seen them two being able to collaborate years ago. Like mm-hmm. WWE wouldn't have allowed that. So, and you saw that with the whenever it was Omega and the Bucks 
against Woods and Kofi and Big E with the mm-hmm. with the Superman tournament. Mm-hmm. Or not Superman, um Street Fighter tournament for the C two E two. So like you're having stuff happen that I think is the the right steps in the right direction. And you know, like I said, this will end with Kenny Omega being a collector and winning the WWE championship at WrestleMania next year. <laughs> you know, like back in the like in the Attitude Era and even like in the eighties, whenever Vince was scooping up territories, they all considered it like that they were at war with one another. Right. They didn't take it like you know. There's money on the table for everybody. They were saying, you know, hey, you're taking money from from my family, and so they really felt like they were at war with one another. They weren't so much as friends. I think things have changed so much, and these guys don't see it being competition that they're taking money away. That they just see that as another avenue. That there's enough money for everybody out there mm-hmm. these days. And I think I think with with the TV rights deals that WWE has been able to secure recently with the the big deal from fox mm. um i mean you look at it they're getting, they're, they're getting paid they're they triple dipped on nbc i mean you get you get mm. you know you're getting paid for raw you're getting paid for nxt and now, and now you're getting paid for the network on peacock so i mean i think now because they have that those streams of revenue coming in it's not like the old territory days mm. where you really truly were competing for that you know that uh that house show dollar you, yeah. you had to get that because that's how the market was back then the market's changed and with streaming and and everything else and and every and all that going on tv rights deals the way that they blew up the way that they have it causes you to change the way you approach business and if this is the change that we're going to get as wrestling fans and have wwe work with with companies like AEW like impact you know and and not look at it as hey we're wwe nobody else matters and to an extent it's still that way like we could mm-hmm. be reading way too much into this this could just be a complete one-off because it's jericho mm-hmm. but if it gets them to change their mind on some things and and like you said business is business and whatever makes the most money then let's do it let's do it and that's what triple h has been saying for the longest time so mm-hmm. no, is, mean, uh, is everybody watching on rock at all yeah you do. I like how they touch on the territory days back then to show you how like how it really was back then. Yeah, with the territories and poaching wrestlers and stuff. Yeah, like I, yeah, like the guy they're doing the story now where the guy in Hawaii is also trying to poach the talent, but then yeah. you know uh, Rock's grandmother, you know, dealing with Vince about keeping keeping some talent and things like yeah. that too. Yeah, so also touch on that. Yeah. So yeah, so. Um, you know, shout out. Like I said, I'm, I'm excited to see what the what the interview is, how it goes, how it breaks down. If it leads to anything else, great. We we will talk about it, discuss it, break it down for what it means. But um, other than that, again, it's just a cool moment in wrestling that we'll look back on 20 years from now and go, "Hey, you remember whenever Jericho was on Austin's podcast? Like, who would have thought that would have ever happened?" So. Yeah. That means uh, Pat McAfee will be in every promotion, dude. Strap on Mac. All right. So from the good of the WWE to the bad of the WWE, um, I 
Raw this week. Listen, man, I have no idea what they are doing. Kids are going to eat that up. Watch. Watch. No idea what they're doing. Um, Storyline-wise, storyline-wise, it stinks. Um, You know, I, I I don't know what else to say about it. it. It's I have no interest going into mania, and we are seven <laughs> a week away. away. A week away, seven days away. I have no interest for mania at all, mm-hmm. um, which is sad. You know, like I said last week, um, sure the wrestlers are going to go out there and perform and and put out good matches, yeah. but as far as being invested in those matches, there may like one or two tops that I can say I'm actually invested in, in seeing and watching. But same so with me. You know, what I got to, I mean, you break, what, like why break up the hurt business? I'm not sure if that's done. Officially. I'm hoping it's a swerve. I, Man, I, think so, I, I, thought, think I thought we would have got the swerve at the end of raw. <laughs> Monday night. I, I'm but, thinking we might see it this Monday or maybe at mania, but, if it doesn't happen, then yeah, there's no point of it. So I, heard, I heard Bobby. I heard Bobby Lashley went to Vince and said he didn't want to break up, and Vince just dug his heels in harder and was like, "No, nah, we are breaking the group up." So, <laughs> the Raw and SmackDown are already taped for this week. Um, SmackDown, we're not going to get a traditional SmackDown show. It's going to be basically the kickoff show to WrestleMania mm-hmm. on Friday night. Um, who knows what we're going to get on Raw? But like. For the, the lackluster of a build that you had to Mania, you're not even going to get two good go-home shows to get you into Mania. Mm-mm. And I don't know if it's because of the way they set the week up or what, but I mean, like those 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 two episodes were filmed already, so what plays Monday night and, and, and Friday night was already taped um, based off of how, you know, everything else they got going on during the week. But it just doesn't doesn't do anything for me. It was SmackDown last night. Same thing. Like yeah. you've completely taken me out of Bianca and Sasha. I have no interest in it at all. Um, Bianca's promo was good last night, but still, it's like it's too little, too late. Like there's nothing. Yeah. yeah. The the sour taste that's in my mouth from everything you did from Rumble till now is just. And then Bianca's there. match ends with them just staring at each other again. And, it's just like, and then her oh. looking at the sign. Yeah. Yeah. The, the sign in point. Like, Not Sasha, <laughs> but the sign. Yeah, yeah. The Which sign. is right there. <laughs> like Mark Mark Madden and, and Mike Mancherry on the best the best wrestling show period part, podcast that they do. Um, you know, they both said that's how that's how they book WrestleMania now. You just point to the sign. There's yeah. no storylines, there's nothing. It's just one person standing in front of another pointing to the sign. You point and then you come out and say, I want to match at WrestleMania. That's literally what they did this year for Mania for most of the card. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't. No Charlotte. Them, uh, no Charlotte. No Bailey. Becky, obviously not there. So you have sure. one out of the four horsewomen booked on Mania. Where normally you could have a battle royal, you know, and. Give more women the chance, like they're doing with the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, but it doesn't look like they're going to do that. 
and it, speaking of women, you had Carmella tweet out after Raw on two or uh, yeah after Raw. She said less than ten minutes on a three hour show for women before Mania. Like really, that's what we're getting. And what happens to her? She come. Oh, you want to tweet that out? Go out there and take a pinfall. <laughs> you buried her. Not being on TV since Royal Rumble for a few weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just I, I don't get it. I don't understand any of it. Um, yeah, not, it's like the it's like the Raw Women's match too. I was telling you guys that earlier in the week. It was like it's the same exact story that they're doing with Sasha and uh, Bianca with the women's tag match. Mm-hmm. Like enough is enough. Like we were seeing the same exact thing on Friday nights, and we're playing you it saw, out here. You saw you saw the same <laughs> the same storyline play out on all three shows in the same week. Yeah. You have Bianca, you have Bianca and Sasha challenge for the belts. Then you have Rhea and Oscar accept the title match for the belts. And then you had Cross and Balor team up to face the tag team champs for the belts. Now that was a little different situation because they were hit with COVID, so they had to change the card that night based on a, who they had available. But it was the same storyline across three shows at the same time. Who who's the champions? Who's in NXT. No, who, who, who's the champions? The women's champs. Nia and Shayna. Did they lose? No. Did they, they help build it? Build the, the the belts. No. They didn't. No. Didn't help those build the belts. Did, those those matches did nothing for the women's tag team belts at all. Didn't put eyes on the belts. Why have the belts? I said didn't put eyes on the belts. No. No. It's not, it's not building the belts at all for you. No, because they were second. They were they were second fitter, second fodder to to the main storyline, which was Sasha and Bianca. It was a terrible storyline, but the belts weren't the the belts weren't the main focus. It was Sasha. And Bianca. When is the tag belts ever the main focus? In WWE, it's not, except for NXT. Never. When or uh, when in NXT is it the main focus? Never. Tag belts never the main focus on any show, any wrestling promotion. In NXT. There's been times where the tag belts have had big, big time storylines in NXT, but not the main focus. Main focus, as in what? That it's not the main event. The main focus. The main focus is always the main title. No, uh, now the one takeover it did. No, nah. it was um, well, you DIY, had- DIY against uh, AOP when Chopper turned on Gargano. Mm. That Fair was. Enough. I mean, that was that. That was big time focus on that. Or you had American Alpha and FTR. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> that. That match was good. I saw the that match. match in person. <laughs> come on. It was a good match. Yeah. A good match, but come on. I mean, come on. That was the match of the night on that card. It really was. Sammy Shinsuke was good on that card, too. Hey, that, that whole card, yeah. other than yeah, uh, but that whole card, was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was throwing his golden time still. So how many yeah. years you had to go back for the titles to be the main focus? Quite a few. But I'm just saying the main title wasn't the main focus. That's true on that card. Yeah, not on that card. <laughs> I mean, look at okay, take NXT for example. And I know we're jumping around a bit, but this mm-hmm. is this is good. Baller and Cross to me isn't even the main the main focus or the main match for a takeover, it's Cole and O'Reilly. But on the tags? 
But it's not the main belt either. Cole and O'Reilly, to me, is the one that should be main event. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, e- or even EO and Raquel. That's EO and Raquel are main event up. night one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. EO and Raquel are main event night one. Yeah. Cole and O'Reilly, based off of the story they've told in the video package they put out this past week, mm-hmm. should be the main event of night two. Which Will it be? No. Because, it, you know, Bowler and Cross... But Colin O'Reilly has been a better story and has me more invested than than Cross and Balor. I mean, it could get it. There have been times where Triple H hasn't put the NXT title on last. Like there have been a few instances for that. So there is a possibility that Colin O'Reilly could main event. But I, I do agree. I think the NXT title probably will get will get the the main event. Yeah, WWE doesn't put emphasis on tag team wrestling. We get that. They haven't done it since... We talked about this on the pod before. They haven't done it since you had the Hardys, the Dudleys, and Edge and Christian. Like, that was the last time there was real, true focus on the tag team division in WWE. Go to AEW. When was the last time? Maybe Young Bucks FTR just because of the build? Just because of the history? I would say probably yes. There you go. My point exactly. But AEW is a year and a half old. Uh, they put. I think they put more focus on tag teams than WWE does. Absolutely. But it's not the main focus. It's never. Yeah. So to say the women's tag dividers are being shadowed by the main event is pointless. <laughs> yeah, but your argument was wasn't it putting wasn't it getting the focus. You no, know, I said it wasn't putting the match on the belts. It's not getting the focus. Is it been to put more eyes on the belts? No, because oh, it's no, not the story. The story's not about the belts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it what I was saying it was like like they just keep going back to like the two content, like like two people fighting each other, Oscar and Rhea, always and have to fight. Like, event, you're, fighting, you're fighting main eventers and you're still the champs. But again, we're like two weeks out from Mania. There's no there's no point to the story. Focus on yourself. Focus on the story. They just come out of nowhere and be like, oh, you didn't beat me, this and that. Why don't you fight us? Okay. You call your shot now. That's all it is. I just don't so, what? so what? So we're going to team up one time a week before Mania. We're going to team up one time. And then, seven, and then what? Seven days later or six days later, oh, we're supposed to hate each other. I, mean, I hate you. How many times has this been done, though? Every year. Yeah, That's that happens problem. every year before yeah, Mania. Before That's any the- event, really, they do it. So, like, what? But why? Why do it? That That's the whole point. That's why it, yeah. it doesn't work anymore. That this is the only storyline that they run with. Oh, yeah, it's, it's never worked. No, it really hasn't. It's like and whenever. It- what was it? I, whenever was it WrestleMania twenty two or twenty three when? when Sean was wrestling Cena and they put the tag belts on them before yeah. Mania. It's just like, why? Like, like it makes no sense. And You I, can't, you can't ever make something the main focus if you never build it up. And if you continue to put, regardless if it's men's or women's, if it's main roster, NXT, AEW, doesn't matter. If you're not going to build up the, the belts, and build up the division, then it's always going to be 
the backstory to anything that you're telling. But that's so not never be the main focus. I'm not talking about the tags being the main focus, but are they not building it up to you? The tag team belts? They're not building no. up the tag team belts. Not at all. No. By beating champions, they're not building up the tag team belts. No, because it doesn't, that's not the that's not the point of the story. There's no not about the story. It's building up the belts, but it's not it's because you're not, you're not you're challenging you're challenging two singles that are tagging together who are going to face each other for a bigger belt that doesn't do anything for it, the tag team belts. It doesn't make tag team belts look stronger at all. No, okay. no. But what what why are you building up the tag belts? Why aren't you building up the team? What team? Exactly. What, what team? Any we're, team. We're not, like why, why wouldn't you build up more Shayna and Nia? But because I think they're going to drop them soon. But that's so, not what they're doing at the moment. And having everybody come for them, the whole division. I don't think they're no. they're building well, them up at all. But they don't have no spot on Mania right now. If they was building them up, where's their match in Mania? I, I think this. They're having like a big. They're gonna have like a four. They're gonna have like yeah. a four of a, a fatal four. Yeah. Right now, rumor it's gonna be Shayna and Nia. Shayna and Nia against the Riot Squad. Tamina and Natalia. Tamina and Natalia and Mandy and, uh, and Dana. Yeah. So Lana and uh, Naomi ain't gonna be in it. They're in it too. Oh, they're in it too. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there's five. It's gonna be five. I can't. I I thought I saw four, but I could have. Yeah, I, I could have read that wrong. But I mean, look at what you're look at what you're doing to the belts. Even in that scenario, you have. I think this whole scenario with uh, Nia and what what's his name. I think that takes away from any buildup that the team gets. Nia and Reginald. Reginald. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, like if you're making them look strong in the ring, that takes away from them looking strong because you add that comedic factor to them. If you were gonna, if you were gonna have women's tag team belts, and you and you and you want to establish your tag team champions, you need more than just singles pairing up for one-off matches to to build up belts and get eyes on the belts to make them mean something. The women's tag team belts haven't meant something. I don't think they've ever meant anything, honestly. And even whenever it was Bailey and Sasha, what was what were we waiting for? The turn. It wasn't. Oh, look at this! Look at this tag team that's running through everybody. It's when, who's going to turn on two? When is it going to happen? You had you had Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, who was a team. You split them up. The Riot Squad, who is a team, they haven't been on TV. So if you if you want to make the belts mean something, regardless of who's holding them, you have to have established teams and not just single stars teaming up together to fight for a belt that they're not going to win because the main story is between the two singles teaming up and not the actual team itself. So yeah, it'll never like, it'll never, it's never going to matter. NXT has a better chance of pulling off women's tag team wrestling than the main roster does. Oh, definitely. You don't, you don't have a, you don't have a grasp of who all they have as teams right now. But they have, they, but they're more, their depth to their roster is more to where they could actually have a women's tag team division and make it mean something. Like, give me, give me Candace and Indy as a team and let them team 
don't have them split up and then fight each other. Like Shotzi and Ember, I like them together as a team. Would I like to see Shotzi or Ember in singles going for the belt? Maybe, but I like them two together as a team. So like you have, you know, Raquel and Dakota is different because I think Raquel's on a on a different trajectory, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, you have you have more chances to establish women debuting as a team going after the belts. Pick out who you want your single stars to be. But other than that, work on work on teams at the PC and, and get get a package together, get characters together, get all that stuff worked out, and then have them debut as a team. So but they have they have that unknown luxury though. They have that luxury of the unknown. Right. Yeah. And that's why I said it's different. But at the like at the same time, main roster wise, you you split the girls up on the two rosters, you only use a handful of women, and that's it. So like I think this is more this is more of an indictment on the main roster. Like Bailey's not champion and Bailey is nowhere to be found. And Bailey has been the best women's character potentially slash wrestler that there's been since we've had the pandemic. She's arguably your hottest women star, period, and she's nowhere to be found on the biggest show of the year. That's an indictment on your creative and not being able to have more than one woman's feud during it once. There has to be something that I have Bailey on. <laughs> hey, they should have met, like I said last week, they should have made her and Billy host of WrestleMania. Yeah. Or like I said, because Ding Dong Hello, she's been such a great character on doing that show, then have a special surprise appearance at Mania and have her host that segment on the show. Like you can fit that you can fit that in. She can do it on Friday, but not at Mania. If it's gonna lead to a big comeback, if Becky was to come back and do something at Mania, unbeknownst to anybody, yeah, why would you not do it in that spot? You know, if you have Ronda Rousey returning, put it on that spot. Like, you know what I mean? Hell, you could even do Charlotte and her come out and lead to something. Neither one of them are doing anything. There's, there's a reason Charlotte's out. Well, there, we don't, there's I a mean, reason. Charlotte has an excuse. So, but there's so many. Yeah. There's so many things with Charlotte. You don't know COVID. You don't know pregnancy. Like, you have no idea what's true <laughs> and what's not true. Her team came out this week and said she was suspended due to a. a a potential positive pregnancy test. She took several home pregnancy tests. They all came back negative. And all that information was released at the same time when she came out and said she had COVID. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> what's really going on? Um, so, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but like, it just goes back to the, to the, to what we've been harping on for weeks now, and I know you haven't harped on it, Jay, as much as we have, but like the stories leading up to Mania have been terrible. And I know last week we talked about this one 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 week booking, two week booking. You know, how can you how can you make a match in two weeks? And uh, NXT did it with Kushida and Dunn this week, right? Yeah. They set it up a couple weeks ago. Pete Dunn gave his promo. I'm the best technical wrestler. Come try me, this and that. Kushida two weeks ago had a had a 
backstage segment interview where he referenced it. This week, you saw Dunn step up to him, call him out. They eliminate each other in the Battle Royal in a good spot, and now they have a match at TakeOver. Okay, I'm fine with that match. I want to see that match. Based off of the two characters' interactions with each other going into the match. You you at least you gave me something to understand why they're having the match. Not just I challenge you. Okay, let's fight. Like you see like do you see the difference? Does that, that was that wasn't Rhea's role. That wasn't Rhea's role. They had to just throw her in there. But they could have done something different than what they make a, did. a bullshit storyline a last minute when you know what the real reason is. Charlotte's not there. Come on, challenge her for the belt then. I don't care. I'm going to watch the damn match and enjoy it. Having, I don't know. I don't know why y'all need storylines. It's pro wrestling. Yeah, that's wrestling. It's pro wrestling. <laughs> what do you mean? Yet, yet the same guys watch New Japan and don't know anything about anything. We'll watch New Japan. Uh, world, whatever the K one, K two. You watch all that shit. Don't know a single storyline. That's G one. Their matches are different. That's G one, and 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 that's a tournament. And that, but that's a the tournament that leads. But that's yeah. a tournament that leads. Oh, sorry, to... I missed the tournament. What's their WrestleMania? Not the tournament. Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom is the Wrestle winner Kingdom. of the G one against the heavyweight champion. That's the story. That's one, the story, that's one storyline, but you watch the whole day. Two nights. You have the tournament. <laughs> two nights you have the tournament to, crown the, to crown the winner who will face whoever the champion is at, at, at the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. And that's then they, and then they go into a story. That's one that's one storyline of a two-night event. Now I can't speak on New Japan. I don't I can't speak on New Japan that much because I don't I don't watch New Japan on a weekly basis. These two do. These two do. I watch New Japan. Japanese or watch the storylines, but little tune in. <laughs> I watch New Japan because whenever Tear it up. I don't I don't need the storyline because it, it is an actual decent wrestling match. You know, I can sit there and watch WWE and a lot of the time I'm bored by the matches. That's you're why not I need decent, the story. You're not gonna get decent matches at WrestleMania? You might get some decent matches, but they're not all gonna be home runs. Neither is New Japan. More of them are great in ring talent than what you're going to get at WrestleMania. I mean, I can sit there, I could watch New Japan up and down the card and enjoy pretty much every match. And I can sit there and have thing. like bathroom that, 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 break after bathroom break after bathroom break. I need there's a reason why the E's in WWE because they need the entertainment value and not so much the focus on wrestling. But the entertainment exactly. value is not there. No, the, the talent is there. They have the talent. There's no doubt about that their roster every year continues to be probably the most impressive roster of talent. But every year, the lack of creativity for that roster gets worse and worse. Honestly, this is the this is, going into this WrestleMania, I feel like I'm gonna have it on more as background noise than me sitting down to watch WrestleMania. Not saying that the matches won't deliver. Like because of the talent that's on the on the roster, yes. The matches will Seth Rollins and Cesaro deliver in the ring. Yes. 
Am I am I invested for that match? That's one of the ones that I am actually invested for mm. because they've told something with them to since Seth Rollins came back. And his freaking egg tie-dye suit last night. <laughs> so, as much, I love the story. I love the story. I love I mean I love the match. I'm here for his fashion every week. Yeah, yeah. He's still in the fashion. <laughs> <laughs> like at this point, it's just it's just a troll to see what ridiculousness is about him every week. Listen, you girl, these guys tune in for a suit. <laughs> How sad is that? Yeah. These guys are entertained by a suit. Hey, yeah. hey, here we go, guys. You gotta get entertained hey. by the shit and you get entertained by. There you go. Uh, Look, that's that's what, what, that's, that's what Vince wants, right? Bro, next, next, next week, next, next week, next week show, next week Saturday show. You know, kicking off WrestleMania, we're going to run through night one of the card and everything else. So we'll we'll get into these matches and break everything yeah. down next week. Don't want to spend too much time doing that now. But I'm just saying, the build has been lackluster, and to not have your traditional go home shows before Mania because they were already pre-taped. Um, I don't know. <coughs> If anything they put on next week will actually get you excited to tune in. I mean, it's mania, so people are going to watch. We said that last week, regardless. It's like the Super Bowl. People don't watch football all year, but they sit down and watch the Super Bowl because it's the Super Bowl. Same thing with mania. But for people that follow the product on a regular basis, I think it'll be hard-pressed for you not to find, besides yourself, no skip, no baseball words, no nothing. Not like these guys, you know. Power through. Pick what they want. Shit on the rest. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you, if, if, it, if it looks like shit, it if it looks like, like shit, I'm just skipping through it. Sorry, like the riddle stuff, I skipped through that because that's boring to me. Here we go. Although, boring. so, so with riddle, um, him and Oscar, with him forgetting his line this week was he forgot his promo and just rolled off on the scooter. That was funny stuff. And from what what, what I saw, what I read up on was obviously it was a pre-taped segment because it was an interview backstage, but he actually truly forgot his line. And Vince and Bruce Pritchard thought that it was hilarious, so they just left it in as it was instead of reshooting it. Which, okay, I can buy. Like, that's, that's great. It'll happen. But, like, a lot, pal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like Jr. said, <laughs> it fits his character. So yeah, like I mean, I mean character. You know, that's I, I'm okay with that. You know, okay. what I didn't like was him and Sheamus having a match with each other before they're fighting at WrestleMania for the belt. I didn't. I didn't like the finish. You had Sheamus win, and then all of a sudden. Riddle jumps up and gets his heat back by beating Sheamus up and making Sheamus run out of the ring. That's that's ob- that's opposite of a babyface heel dynamic. Riddle's the champion. He's a babyface. <laughs> Not supposed to get this heat back. But it's 50-50 booking, so you had to give Sheamus the win on Rob. So he could lose on Mania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Real quick, uh, the Fiend segment. Yeah, the Fiend is dead and buried. He looked like weekend at Bernie's on the um, swing. So I saw a little. I saw an interesting uh, fan theory regarding that this week, and it, to me, it, it's what I've been saying. But um, 
I think instead of being instead of the fiend being the one that's pulling all the strings, Alexa Bliss is the one that's pulling all the strings. And you know, she's calling the shots and having him do her bidding and it's not the other way around. But I agree with you. They really did. But um, look, if it was if it was real or dummy, I'm not getting I'm not getting dressed up. <laughs> it's just you pitching me. You better throw a dummy there or something. I'm not getting dressed up. <laughs> you pan over to me and cut back. <laughs> Put a dummy in my place. Something. Hopefully, hopefully this match will be better than than Wyatt and Orton in 2017, where we had the the cockroaches, the cockroaches and, and, and the large the large semen swimming down the entrance ramp that followed Randy Orton. Yeah. They killed the gimmick. <laughs> I don't. Um. Hopefully, there's still life in it. There's Bray Wyatt has life left in him. You know, he mm-hmm. he's able to change himself over and over again. So I mean, you could you could around. Still, they could have still gave you the Funhouse. That's, That's what, what I, I miss. I yeah. missed the yeah, Funhouse. He's, he's not the fiend, so they could have still gave you the Funhouse. But I don't know whatever they're doing. So <laughs> what if what if uh. And this is gonna this is this is gonna harken back to to a to a storyline you guys will remember. So last week I said that the rumors were going around that this version of the fiend isn't Bray Wyatt, it's Bo Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what if at Mania you have this fiend fight Randy Orton, right? After the match, you have Bray Wyatt's fiend come down, and we have Undertaker versus Undertaker, Fiend versus Fiend. At SummerSlam, just like they did. No, look, just like the way said about killing the business with the finger poke of doom. I wouldn't have them two fight. I'd have them like whoop Randy's ass <laughs> and no, just be done with it. No. If you if you go if you go says if you if you think about and go back and and watch watch Raw, it's more prevalent on Raw than it is on SmackDown. Although recently it showed up a lot more on SmackDown. Go back and look at the product since Bruce Pritchard took over both shows. It's out of touch. It's not up to today's product. Like it's all recycled stuff that they ran back in the day. Storylines, character work. You have freaking Apollo Crews. Turn into a Nigerian prince that speaks with a Nigerian accent, calling out Biggie in a Nigerian <laughs> drum fight. If that's not early '90s WWE booking, I don't know what is. But if you the- if you didn't have the accent, would you be interested? I'd be sold. We've we've had this discussion before too that it it doesn't matter who they have on the writing staff because there's still one person that has to approve everything, and it's not Bruce Prichard. No, but I believe him and him and Vince are more. If you if you read the tea leaves on all the behind the scenes and, and politicking that's gone on now, it's basically everything's funneled to Bruce. Bruce takes it to Vince. Nobody else can get to Vince besides yeah. Bruce. So if it's Bruce and Vince, and you're starting to see some of the stuff that we all know and hated back then, like. 
you can see how it's out of touch. You have Drew McIntyre pull off a William Wallace gimmick. <laughs> Braveheart, he's wearing a kilt and walking out to the ring with a big sword. That's ninety. That's early nineties WWE booking. So that'd be WWE yeah. cares to work. That'd be Duke the Dumpster Drosy's coming back. I do have an issue with uh with McIntyre running down the whole uh, locker room. Yeah. That didn't sit well with me. I'm overdrew. Like he he is not the monster face that he needs to be like an overcomer role. I hope I hope I what we were trying to do with Roman originally as with Roman as a face. It's just the same it's just the same regurgitated story almost. I hope they I, I hope they don't have him beat Bobby because I hope not either. Because of because of Oh, there's fans in the stands, so he'll get his moment. No, because he didn't no. get it last year. No. I hope they don't go I, that route. I thought that too. Um, because I, I, her business breaking up. Besides that, um, her <laughs> <Hurt> business. <laughs> See, usually, usually after like they had such a short title reign with Miz, you know, you had decent. I'm not even going to count Randy's uh, reign in between in with McIntyre's. McIntyre had such a long reign, then you had a short reign with Miz. They usually tend to give a long reign after that, after a short reign, just instead of something quick. I, I would hate to see Lashley only be champ for like a month. Yeah. And then plus they and plus they gave him new intro music. Yeah. <laughs> new intro and everything. They're giving him more pyro, more <laughs> everything, more than they were giving McIntyre. They gave McIntyre a sword. Woo. Okay. Um <laughs> You know, it's like I think I think they're giving Lashley his moment. I just don't want it to see any yeah. just a blip. Yeah, I'd rather I, see a long term. My worry, my worry is, is that you break up the hurt business. You have Lashley lose to Drew at Mania, and then now you have four people that were arguably your best gimmick on Raw no longer together. And where are those four people going to be now? Main I'd event. rather see Lashley make, be the main event until I'd I'd like to see it till SummerSlam. Give him at like least Dawn. I would I would love if like if Jimmy would have came back. I would love to see them two feud. Her right. business thing for like a like a SummerSlam or a Survivor Series or like a brand yeah. something like that. Those two factions feud. I would love that. Yeah, that so, would be good. Yeah. Yeah. I think be her business though. Mm-hmm. That could have um, been like a War Games type thing. Before before we before we get into predictions for for takeover night one and two stand and deliver and that's the other thing with this fucking both all three nice. shows this week how many times uh, if I would have drank I'd be dead I wouldn't be on the podcast today. <laughs> how many times are you gonna regurgitate night one and two takeover Wednesday stand and deliver night one and two WrestleMania night one and two we know when the pay-per-views are. You don't need to continuously say it every two minutes on commentary. If you hated it this week, you're going to hate this upcoming week. Because Raw and SmackDown are just going to that's going to be crammed down your throat. I mean, you're doing fast for the show. They're trying to catch you. <laughs> just in case you're tuned in and haven't tuned in at all. Too I'll much. You know. Every, every segment. It is. It's, uh, a, a two night event is too much. <laughs> Even hard. I was watching. I watched uh, Wipeout this week. WrestleMania Peacock got advertised on there. You know, 
watched AEW this week. WrestleMania Peacock got advertised on there. So you're not even just getting in WWE programming. You're getting on other channels and other programs. You got to let you know where to find them. Yeah. So, um, if he, so if he was actually attending, like you say, WrestleMania this year, would you like to do it like the 22 hours we were there for, like in New York, or would you like it broken up into two days? Actual attending. I don't know. I've never been to two days just to have it, but you guys have you guys have been to the seven hour mania shows. So I, I haven't I haven't been there for that. So I, I didn't I, I didn't hate New York. I hated Dallas. Dallas because we didn't know how long it was going to go on. Mm-hmm. Dallas, like we expected it for New York, but in Dallas, whenever it just kept dragging, that was on, the first was, time. Yeah, that was the first time it did. Come that. on, yeah. Like by the time Triple H and Roman Reigns came on for that, I didn't even care about the match. Okay, because I didn't know if you would like be extremely tired from like one night, or at went, yeah. or if it's broken up in two nights, you'll be like, "Damn, oh, got to go through it again." <laughs> you're extremely, you're extremely tired from the first two nights. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, we were exhausted, yeah, from TakeOver, from Hall of Fame, Mania, and then, what, we were falling asleep at, on Raw and, in the audience. Um, before we jump into TakeOver predictions, just uh, touch base on, on other stuff in the world of wrestling this week. Um, MLW on Wednesday night had their little special event, uh, Never Say Never, um, three, three, three matches on the card. A um, couple interview segments backstage, some stuff setting up um, championship matches down the line. But uh, if you haven't watched it, I would I would go back and watch uh, Fatu and Tankman's match. It was it was a big beef on beef match. However, both of those guys are super athletic, and Calvin Tankman being three hundred and fifty pounds doing the stuff he does in the ring is ridiculous. Um, so go back and watch that. That was a good match. Um, decent, decent show. I I can't buy into Jordan Oliver as a wrestler at all. The gimmick is stupid. He's stupid. It's just, it's terrible. But, um, but yeah. Other than that, it was it was a good it was a good show. MLW is is entertaining. Um, I, I continue to say that on a weekly basis. Um, and then uh, what else? NWA Power. Anybody? Anybody catch NWA Power? I'm not paying for it. Yeah. So I saw on their, on their YouTube they've been giving up, um, like kind of what you missed. Okay. Um, snippets. Go back and watch that then. So you can you can turn in on YouTube and kind of still stay up to speed with what's going on on the show. Um, it's not the full length show, but you'll you can still. Mm-hmm. Get the gist of it um, to where you stay up to speed, and then you know if you want to tune in for a pay review, tune in for a pay review. Uh, Impact Tuesday night was good. They're now moving to Thursday nights with the announcement. NXT is moving to Tuesday nights, which was made official this week. Mm-hmm. That last week on the pod. So we just get a whole week of wrestling. You literally oh, wrestling Monday through Friday, and because of the way ROH broadcasts, it's Monday through Saturday. Saturday. ROH on Saturdays. It was yeah. already, but now it's like more mainstream stuff every day. Just wait till it's a pay per view week, <laughs> <laughs> like this one, like this like week. This I coming don't up this week. Yeah. Oh man, I should have just called vacation from work. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. But other than that, I'm trying to think if I if anything else caught my eye before we get into 
Um, another stable on AEW. Yep, another stable on <laughs> another, AEW. Another. Let's talk about the swerve no one saw coming. <laughs> you saw you saw you saw that you saw that swerve coming? No, it's just it's, it's the same shit we saw two weeks ago. So uh who was, who was talking about this this week? I think who was I listening to? I think it was Mark Madden and Mansuri on their show again, and, and Madden said um QT and Cody, Cody is doing with QT, he's he's doing the uh Zabisco and Bru, uh, Bruno gimmick from the seventies. Um that build up that's where that's where he's ta- like he's taking his inspiration for this storyline from from them to so where uh, Zabisco stalks him in front of his house. <laughs> How does this build QT though? It just make it just make QT like a jobber leader. That so <laughs> I mean, they're gonna be the dark, they're gonna be the dark faction basically. I, I one, of think, was, uh, one of the dudes was Bailey's fiance. The dude with the blue hair. They're not engaged oh, no more. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was him. That was Aaron. Yeah, it was Aaron. Aaron Solo, um, Anthony Agogo, who is a um, a former boxing champion, um, and then the fucking jacked up dude. Jacked. Like I'll buy into him. He got the. I don't know if he could actually work, but dude looks like a freaking Mack truck. Vince has trained you well. <laughs> the only reason I'm, I mean the only reason I'm going to buy this uh, new faction is because it's different talent this talent I never saw so you know me we'll see some new guys I mean was the was it was it like a shocking oh my god turn no nah. but you know if you if you watch Elevation and you watch Dark the storyline has continued to weave in and out. Yeah. So there was a payoff on Dynamite on Wednesday based off of the stuff that they've been telling. If you haven't watched those other two shows and you don't follow along, yeah, then it's going to fall flat like it did for probably a lot of people and doesn't doesn't mean as much as, as they would have liked. Um, it's like Red Velvet so- came out to protect Cody in that. And, you know, Red Velvet's not officially, like, Nightmare family, you know, she just officially got signed even to the company. So, like, dark, like, I like Dark Order, you know, they have a mix of people, you know, they have a couple women, some guys, you know, it's a nice, well rounded group. I'd like to see, you know, some faction give like a bright spot to some women as well. You know, I think that's one of the things that's just missing in like in major factions is like that the whole complete, well rounded team. Can we talk about the rankings real quick? I didn't see the rankings, but uh, we can talk about them. Um, it said QT was nine and zero. Yeah, four and zero. Nine in a row, eight and zero. I think that they were counting that. I think maybe a match. I don't know if that was a mistake or maybe they were counting a match from last year. I don't know. Well, four and zero in singles. <laughs> okay, that's better than yep. everybody in the rankings right now. Then where you get that? Why? Where's his title shot? <laughs> Where's the title shot? He's number one, two, or three, or five. Where's the title shot? Hey, I'll go back. I'll go back. What title? 
We'll go back to the to UFC rankings. We'll go back to UFC rankings on this. There, there, there are some fighters that are seven and zero that aren't getting title shots in mm-hmm. UFC just because they're seven and zero doesn't. Oh, they they changed that. It, it ain't shot. about the record no more. <laughs> it ain't about the record no more. They switched that. It's 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 the old. It's never uh, been about the record in the UFC. No, I'm talking about in AEW. It was about the record. <laughs> but they switched that. Now it's like, uh, remember when WWE had the superstar ratings? Every week, who's on the rise? Yeah. They switched that. <laughs> he was waiting for that. He was waiting for that. Put the strap on QT. No. Just because he's 7 and 0 doesn't mean he's going to get a title shot. Oh, you know what? Let, let's start the petition here. Let's give him Brian Cage next week. FTW title show. <laughs> that title got to go. It does. It will go, I think. Or Ricky Starks is going to take it soon. Yeah, I don't know. That That's more of like a, like, again, that's more like dark and, and elevation stuff. Um, you know, but you see in promos with them on, on Wednesday, um, some dissension between, between Team Taz there. Um, again, Listen, this is a nation of domination moment. Ricky Starks is the star of the yeah, group. Yeah, he is. His, just him sitting there. Just him sitting there yeah. smiling at the camera. <laughs> yes. The way he, he kind of just looks at the camera like. He's, he's a star. Like He has the charisma that's needed. He has, Speaking of dark and elevation. There you go. How do you got a promo about being overlooked and they get put on dark or elevation? They're they're starting on darker elevation. Oh, they're gonna rise to to the to the. Are you talking about? Uh, are you talking about? Sky, you're, talking about you're talking about, about Scorpio Sky, and Ethan Page? Page. I like them two together. Yeah, you I did too. I'm gonna be attack. I, we'll see how it turns out, but I like the idea of it. I do. They bury my man Scorpio, man. I don't see it as a. I don't see it. I, as I don't movie. see that. Yeah, you no, gotta work your way through dark. Yeah, but right now they're trying to put eyes on elevation. He just had a TNT title shot, and you gotta work your way back up to the main roster. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not a main roster. It's not a main roster versus developmental. You're looking at it from WWE eyes. <laughs> There's not a there's not a there's not a distinction between main roster and that's not that's not there. That's he said he got mid filters. <laughs> if you and want, if if you want, you, look, look, you if have, you're constantly showing on dark. This is this is uh early SmackDown days. Think think about it like whenever WWE brought out main event a few years ago. Well, you're the Everybody was on main event. You know, Undertaker was on main event. CM Punk was on main event. You know, it was to put eyes on that show. And that's what they're trying to do right now with elevation. In a few weeks, it's going to be jobbers all the time. But right now, they're just trying to get you to tune in and get you kind of focused. Hey, like, hey, hey, hey elevation's hey, every Monday. Hey, hey, you can't use that word jobber. Would you like from Dynamite this week? Me? Uh, the, the trio's match. Stratlander. That's it. <laughs> Trio's match for me, but bully, bully Ray and, and Lagreca breaking down, breaking down NXT and Dynamite. Um, bully Ray said NXT was was a sit down dinner at a wedding, 
and AEW was a buffet dinner style at a wedding. Where AEW gave you gave you everything that you would get at a buffet, your choice, whatever you want, whatever you like. NXT was your sit down, you know, steak or chicken and and not 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 knocking either show but just saying like programming wise what you saw from start to finish. AEW or NXT was your sit down <coughs> typical standard good wedding meal of steak and potatoes and vegetable and you know what the I consistence. mean? Yeah, consistent. Yeah, it's straight through. And in AEW was your buffet style. You go up, you know, grab what you want, sit back down. Everybody got something different on their plate. Everybody's happy mm-hmm. with what they're eating, you know, that type of deal. So um, I wasn't into that that battle royal as much as I thought I'd be. On NXT, yeah, that wasn't into it at all. As much as I thought I'd be. What? So, I, I like the I like the Grammy finish. I like the I like the 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 way Eli Drake took took out Loomis was good. I like the ending to it. Um, I don't know if because what what I felt or what I didn't like was that. So you you battled till you had six, right? So once you had those six, you knew those six were in the gauntlet. And then they finished the battle royal to determine how you entered oh, in the gauntlet. That takes away from the gauntlet. The gauntlet is supposed yeah. the gauntlet is is not knowing who comes out when. Mm-hmm. Now, we, now we know the order. You know, it's kind of like when they set up the elimination chamber and it's like, oh, Sheamus is the last one to enter because he won the match. On Raw the week before, they gave him the sixth entrance. You don't know who's starting it, but you know who's last. This this week, it gave you one through six, and who's starting it. Although it did continue, I don't mind. It's something different, but it did continue storylines for for the people involved. Like yeah. you have Ruff, you have Rough and Swerve continue their storyline. <clears throat> Yeah, Bronson and LA Knight continue their storyline. Like, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know who's going to win. I think Loomis is going to win, you know, and, and get into that. And we'll go over that with predictions. But um, I would have let I let Grounds pay everybody off. He tried, he, and he did. He let did it. And, and LA Knight was cool. Like, yeah, hey, give me the money. I'll hop over. Because you know, if you know you're like second to last, I'd have been like, hey, <laughs> I'm in there anyway. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, so I, you know, I didn't, I didn't mind the the battle royal. Um, we'll we'll see how that works out. But we'll jump back over to dynamite before we get too far and and start running through these predictions. Um, I thought, I mean, I thought it was a, a solid show. I wasn't expecting the inner circle to come mm. back as soon as they did. Yeah, I like I like the way they did it. I would have liked to mm. have seen it go on for another week or two before they come back. But <clears throat> I'm not mad at the way they came back. Dax, I didn't see how Dax got busted open. Um, I didn't either. But if you, the pictures he put out on his Twitter and Instagram, he got, he got. No, it was a, it was a gash. It was a gash. It was. Like, it wasn't wasn't a blade. Yeah, it's like I saw him. Then I just saw uh, Santana's shirt all bloody. I was like, where that coming from? They cut back. I was like, whoa. Yeah, what and that was like that was like a two or three inch deep gash. Like I don't know what he got busted open on, but, and let Santana continue to wear that bloody shirt out. 
Well, that ain't COVID. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't catch COVID like that. <laughs> According to Jason, you don't catch it like that. Only with white girls. <laughs> but no, I thought... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not say that for the record. <laughs> the <hell you> did. <laughs> but I, I thought Dynamite, I thought Dynamite was was a was a good show. Um, you know, I enjoyed Cage and and Kazarian were was a that was a great pro wrestling match to start the night off. If you didn't like that match, um, I don't know what you want more from from pro wrestling. They gave you. Selling, they gave you false finishes. They and it went long too. They let you digest and and you know take in what you were seeing. Psychology was good. Like I don't know what more you could ask for. They gave you one or two high spots. You know the Spanish him taking the Spanish fly off the top rope. I I wasn't expecting him to take that. Um, but yeah, you can't you can't watch that match and not like. What they did in that match as a as a pro wrestling fan, um, the six man to me, which one? Or uh, Omega and Good Brothers? Yeah, the trio. So, so how many times are we gonna get Moxley and Omega in any form, re- any form or fashion? This is like the fourth time in six weeks. <laughs> I mean, we bitch about it on Raw. We bitch about it on SmackDown. Let's talk about it. Yeah, it, it, it is. Not it's it, it's it not is. needed. Their their explosion match should have been the end of it. <laughs> it should have been it. They were. It they didn't, were done. It didn't, it, and then it's like building off a of six man after six man. So first it was like the young bucks and that other guy fighting Penta and all of them. Then you so, switch out another team. Now you switch so, out another team. It's like man. So Pac Pac was Pac has an ankle injury, which is why Laredo Kid was 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 back so i don't know how much they had to change what they were doing between Pac and phoenix and the young bucks because Pac has been injured so that could be this could all be just a change until Pac's healthy and then they'll go back to telling that story um i see i don't i don't mind the way that they're continuing the story because the focus is Pac and omega you have Callis and the Young Bucks and Callis calling out, you know, Matt Jackson and that that background and that story adding in. That's a layer. Then you have Moxley and Kingston, which you want a I think, dip here. You want you want everything spread on. You got Moxley and Kingston. You have the Good, good Brothers brother. take out Kingston. So I think Moxley is Moxley's mm-hmm. issue isn't so much with Omega anymore. It's more with the Good Brothers now. And then. That's another layer. And then you have the elite soap opera drama between Kenny and the Bucks. You spread the shit. And the Bucks coming in now to Moxley because of what they did and they didn't like that. So like you're getting different branches. It's not the it's not just Omega Moxley. I don't I th- I think if you're looking at it and thinking this is just Omega Moxley, I don't I don't think you're you're, at least from my eyes, I'm not looking at it as this is continuation of Moxley and Omega. I feel like it is. The way I kind of feel right now is that, you know, even though AEW isn't doing it, we're building up to Kenny Omega and Rich Swan on Impact at the end of this month. After that's done, we have to 
we have to be focused on a month left of build till double or nothing. And I don't think that there's there's any focus right now to show who Kenny Omega is going to wrestle at that event, other than there could possibly be another Omega Moxley match right now. I don't think and, you'll get. I don't think you'll get. And I don't think you'll get Moxley and Omega. I hope not, but I just don't know where else. You know, I think it's going to be another hot shot as soon as he's done on Impact. Okay, then we're going to have a month built towards Double or Nothing. When in, in actuality, you could start building that now. But don't you, based off of the way AEW has built matches, don't you think a month for AEW is enough time? No, I think AEW has the fortunate. Uh, knowledge to do that long term and i think they've hot shotted way too much before pay-per-view they don't they're not doing monthly pay-per-views like wwe they should be building way before like they shouldn't just be in the wwe mentality of okay we have a month till the pay-per-view but they should, be, they should be building that right now they might not need to set the match right now but they should be building towards that right now but do you think that they've not to pull out a Marvel reference, but do you think that they've given you Easter eggs that you just haven't caught? To where once you, once you see, oh, this is where they're going, and then it'll look back and go, oh, they they put that out there weeks ago. It, it is possible because they're good with that, especially throwing something on BTE or Dark and, or Elevation and Dynamite. So I, I like to me, I know Double or Nothing is is, but the end of May, it's. Labor Day week or Memorial yeah. Day weekend, um, and you know, Rebellion is April twenty fourth. So you you got like a five week period there. Um, I I don't know. Like I I'm not even thinking about Double or Nothing now. Like there's no promo material for it. They're not putting anything out there. Like I'm just I just hope they don't do another like is. Impact's got their event. Impact's doing two events this month. They're doing something next weekend, and they're doing something at the end of the month with a pay per view. That's, that's typical of what the way Impact does things. Yeah, and but so like, I hope AEW doesn't throw on just a Wednesday night event. You know that they're going to build towards around that same time, and then double or nothing. I'd rather see the double or nothing build start. I see. I think I don't think you can start the double or nothing build until you have the Omega Swan match. I agree. I agree. I, yeah, I think what that I think that's what they're building towards right now. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you could you could properly build because you don't know if Omega is going to be a, a triple champ at that point because yeah. he also has the the triple A R belt. Although that hasn't been referenced. Just um, this week was the first yeah, time in a while. Yeah, when they pulled it out. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's why I said it's not that you need to set up the match today, but. Like it doesn't need to be official today, but you know, start laying the foundation for it this way. It's not you know two three weeks before the event that here's the official match. I think you I think I think you have subtle Easter eggs that when they when they and I could be wrong, but you know, because it's kind of like last week on BTE, like they kind of gave that little Easter egg of you know the young bucks wanting to look at Ethan Page again. You know, they went back and they saw him having fun. Kind of gave you that flashback scenario. Yeah, had a hangman pitch. Hangman pitch, sorry. Um, so it's like, you know, you got that. So is that going to lead to something down the road? Who knows, but. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't, I mean, and nothing, I don't think anything 
as far as double or nothing at this point in time could could be said as far as who or what are going to be any of the matches at this point honestly um you know maybe you'll get the good brothers versus young bucks um you know maybe you'll get Pac and phoenix versus the young bucks and you'll have good brothers against omega and moxley i'm not i'm sorry kingston and moxley um Oh, you know. okay. I thought she was about to put two champs together. No, 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 no. But uh, <laughs> the champ and the contender together. Okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I don't know. But all right, um, I need to drop out for a second, and then we'll come back and hit uh, predictions for takeover. You want to talk about that street fight, Tiffany? We can talk about that. <laughs> we can talk about that. You okay. didn't like it? Huh? You didn't like it? I didn't mind it, but I don't want y'all raving about it. I thought raving about it. Okay. I had a feeling y'all were going to come on here. Okay. Mm. Okay. I mean, because y'all shit on every street fight and uh, and every every food fight and every Christmas bread bash and every. (laughs) I. I, Like, I I like Statlander returning. I didn't see that coming. Didn't, um, didn't, yeah, didn't see that coming. At I all. had a feeling Trent was coming back, but I wasn't sure just because you never know with injuries. Um, that they shouldn't have done that. Not with him. You didn't, need, you didn't need Statlander and his return. No, you didn't need one or the other. It just feels like they're going to keep on going with it. Yeah, that's how it feels. Until no, it, 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 again, this is when I need Miro to just beat up everybody. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I think. I, I kind of felt like you were kind of getting that this past week with Miro and um, what's oh, no. his name? Kip. Kip, yeah. Um, like I kind of felt like you got that, like where Kip was coming at him saying some stuff. Like, mm. like I don't know whether like he could trust him or not, and I kind of feel like that's coming. Like, I, yeah, I feel like that's coming sooner than later. Mm. And I'm fine with that. I think Miro should be on his own. It's, it, just, it doesn't make sense for them to be together. You know, no. It was just thrown together. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, now that um, Statlander's back, I hope this means Penelope Ford's going to wrestle more because I think she's a great talent in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that they just use her more too much as a manager than as yeah. actual talent. Yeah. Like, you know, I'd, I'd like to see her get some time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Where are we at? We were talking about the, the arcade match. You know, I said we were talking about with Chris Statlander returning, Trent returning. I didn't see either one of them returning. I had a feeling maybe about Trent, but I wasn't sure how bad his injury really was. So I'm glad to see him back. Glad to see Statlander back, too. Uh, Trent coming back, was was that was nice. Um, I just hope it doesn't continue the storyline. What would it? No, I think no. it's that. They haven't wrestled much, but it just feels like it's been going on forever. Yeah. It has. I, I think. I think it's done. Him coming back, the the best friends going over. I think that's the end of it. Statlander. Uh, it was a surprise, but I think they could have done. I think they could have done something different to bring her back. I think it could have been different. Like it. It came out of nowhere. Um, she was never. You know, she was never involved with any of them mm-hmm. before she got mm-hmm. hurt. So it just, you know, 
It's his fault. How did she get injured? Because I don't, I don't remember. She's been out for, she's been been out for a year, right? Yeah, yeah. Her knee. She blew her knee out. Like I don't remember if it was in a match. Like I, I didn't know if maybe Penelope was involved somehow. That was why I really don't remember. But and and now that you bring that up, it may have been she. Um, she might have injured it in the match against Penelope. Because that's oh, the only way that would make sense, really. Mm-hmm. And that would, if that's the case, then okay, then yeah, that's fine. I just feel like they might have missed an opportunity with something, doing something different, something else to bring her back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, especially when the but a division, division that has been that needed, yeah, especially with the women's division that needs, you know, a boost. Yeah, you know, Penelope. Oh, was that when um, did somebody did Nala Rose throw somebody into her? Maybe I don't like I said I don't know. That it was Nala cool. Rose and Penelope versus Shakita or Shakita and um, Statlander. Okay, that might that, that might have been, been it. Like thrown into her. Okay, that might have been it. So, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm not I'm not mad at that. Um, listen, it it was what it was. I think they pulled it off better than what I was expecting. Honestly, whenever I first heard it, I thought it was the gonna you know it was a it was a hokey. Um, Stipulation match, but I, I, it, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, you got the reveals, the comebacks, good guys going over bad guys. Um, yeah. But let's end it and move on. Uh, you know, Orange Cassidy move on to something else. Best friends are back now. They can start getting back in the tag team picture. Um, Miro and Kip needs to be done with and let Miro go off on his own and and move on and just call it a day for for everybody involved. So. All right. All right, so we've been long in wrestling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're this is you know, bell to bell this week. There was a lot, so let's jump in. Let's cover takeover because we won't do a separate prediction show before the actual event, um, which, as everybody knows, is freaking Wednesday and Thursday night one. <laughs> um, on where? On on uh, night one is on on USA. Night two is on Peacock. Um, <laughs> Both are actually on Peacock, I think. I think they're gonna, are uh, they simulcasting night? Are they simulcasting night one on Peacock? Yeah. I'll be watching it on USA. Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> are they? Did they say they're doing NXT's simulcast now live? I don't, I don't know. know. Okay, I don't know. I wasn't sure if it was that or to take just a takeover. Okay. I think just takeover. I think they said that it's um, NXT will be on the next day, so okay. it'll okay. be on. It'll be just on Peacock the next day. Yeah. So we'll 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 run down the card. We'll run down the card now, give our predictions, and then next week um, on Friday night, join us, and we will give a takeover, stand and deliver recap, as well as touch on other stuff from the world of wrestling um, next Friday night, because next Saturday's show, it's all about mania, baby. Um, you know, We'll have our regular One Gotta Go and some other stuff for you guys, but we're going to be mania focused, mania heavy um, on, that, on that show on Saturday, so... Um, so right. I have this broken down in night one, night one and night two. Yeah. So we'll start off with Pete Dunn versus Kushida. Whoever wants to start. Uh, man, this is a tough call for me. Um, I like both, both of these guys are great in the ring. Um, Kushida has kind of cooled off since he, you know, lost the North American championship mm-hmm. match to Gargano. Hasn't been doing that much. I hate to see him take another loss here, but I don't know. I don't know if you have him go over Pete Dunn, depending on what they want to do with Dunn. Um, 
I'll go with I'll go with Dunn. Just based off of this new I'm the best technical wrestler bit gimmick. Um and have him start off by knocking off Kushida to establish that gimmick. Uh give me give me Dunn. Donald? Uh, I got done. I think they have plans for him. So I'm going with him. I'm on Kushida just because I feel like he's just being misused right now. I, I'm, I agree with you there, Jay. I, I feel Kushida could be much, much more than what he's he's done and what he's given. Um, but yeah, I, I thought they would have would have done more with him. I thought he I thought he should have beaten Gargano for the belt. And, yes. You know, yeah. Had a, had a run with it there. Um, that would have been a good match, Pete Dunn versus Kushida for the North American title at this event. Mm-hmm. Would have meant more. Um, I, I agree. I agree with all of you. I, but I really think that maybe the focus would probably be on Dunn for this match. All right. Uh, we'll move on to the Gauntlet Eliminator. So we, as we mentioned, we know who all the six competitors are and the order. Um, what does everybody feel about with the? With the with the match, I think you got to go with Dexter Loomis here, um, just based off of the story and everything that they've told with him and Austin Theory and Indy Hartwell and everything else. Uh, I think you can continue on your storylines with Leo Ruff and and Swerve and Bronson Reed and L.A. Knight. Um, Grimes is going to be Grimes. It looks like him and <laughs> him and him and him and Roddy him and Roddy have something going on. Um, you know, with the with the whole Grimes wanting to buy the undisputed property <laughs> and that. Um, so you know, uh, Grimes the system shirt was was hilarious this week. Um, yeah, uh, you'll get you'll get a you'll get a good spot from Grimes during this match at some point in time. But uh, I think Loomis gets the W here to to you face Gargano on night two. Yeah, the same. I'm I'm going with Loomis. I'm gonna go with Loomis, but it just feels like you did all this for nothing. <laughs> if he, I mean, if he wins, I mean, it, if you just broke it down like properly, it just feels like everybody got their own storyline. Feel like you just did this for nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think Loomis makes the most sense. I would love to see Swerve get it. Just, I, I'm a Swerve fan. I think building him up. That's a him. That's another person that's been underutilized since uh, very much. So. You know, they've kind of been kind of leading at him, getting the, the next bump up, you know. So even if it would just be a one-night thing, but to connect the storylines together, yeah, Loomis would make the most sense for this. Get into the vacated NXT Tag Team Championship, MSK, Grizzled Young Veterans, and Legato Del Fantasma. So this is one of the matches that could be a, a dark sleeper to, to steal not only the, the TakeOver show, but potentially all of mania week um i think these three teams are gonna go out there and have a banger of a match i don't know what you do here um obviously this is this is a impromptu decision based off of the injury to to birch um i don't think him and lorcan would have would have dropped the they might have dropped the belts but i don't think uh you'd have these three teams challenging them in like some type of fatal four-way match um so I think at this point, um, you know, you had MSK get the Rockets win the Dusty Cup, but I think you you give the straps to the Grizzle Young Vets here. MSK may have won the battle, but Grizzle Young Vets won the war, so to speak, by winning the belts. And then you could have 
them two teams run off into into a next storyline because they already have history based off of facing each other in the Dusty Cup final. So it'll be like one to one, and then we can have the rubber match to see who's best um, at the at the next takeover event. So give me the the Grizzle Young Vets, even though they don't really do anything for me. I'm not a believer in the Grizzle Young Vets at all. I don't see anything in them. And MSK to me is is still too new. So give me the underdogs. Let me go Legado de Fasmo. They can't even say their name right. I can't even say their name. Legado del Fantasma. <laughs> Joe, who you got? We're seeing out of today, Steve. Though I have no problem as much as I don't care if it's my eye on. <laughs> I have no I have no problem with either either three of these getting the strap. Yeah. I feel like it's too hey, soon hey, MSK. Hey, 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 but don't say strap. Hey. <laughs> Championship belts. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go Grizzle, yeah. You going with who? Grizzle, yes. Okay. Um, I think MSK is gonna take this. That's who I think is gonna go. I'm with Donald. I think uh, Legato Del Fantasma. I like the sleeper with them. I think they're a great team. Could also depend on what they do with the cruiserweight title match on night two as well. If they would put the belts on them or not. So, um, Again, I th- yeah, I think MSK is going to take it, but I want Legato Del Fantasma. I'm a I'm a Zima Ion fan. <laughs> uh, we'll get into the NXT UK Championship match. This could be another match of the weekend. Uh, so Walter good. versus Champa. This is probably the match I'm most excited for. Yeah. One. Um, Champa cut a great promo this week. Uh, you know, to, to counteract Walter's vignette package that they did, um, which was also done really well. So uh, this is like, I, I'm i not going to be mad at whoever wins this match. I don't see Champa winning because, I, I you know, I don't think you, you put the UK belt on him, although, I, you know, who knows what their plans are for that? Like, it's surprising that, that Walter is here. Um, I don't know if this is going to be – maybe have an idea on where this is going for a surprise ending um, to, to night two of TakeOver. Um, but we'll, I'll get into that whenever we give our rundown for night two of the card. Uh, give, me, give me Walter here. This is going to be just a slugfest, and I'm going to enjoy every second of it. <laughs> As everybody know, I am high on Walter, so Walter is winning this. I want Champa to win just to see. I do too. It's a brief moment, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Walter. Yeah, I I'd be surprised if they took the title off Walter. I think Champa would be a great champion. They'd do something different in the UK if he would actually go over there and be on the program, um, but. I mean, how can you not see Walter going over in this match? And then they also have them advertised on Thursday on NXT UK. They're calling NXT UK Prelude, so they're kind of giving it its own little vibe. Uh, he's going to face Rampage Brown, so that's going to be another uh, another big guy versus big guy match. So what, Walter on night two of Takeover. It'll be Thursday on NXT UK. UK. Yeah, the UK, but 
Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, uh, and the main event for night one is the NXT Women's Championship, Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel, Io, Io has done very well and has carried the mantle of the Women's Championship at NXT just as good as any other of the long reigning champions that they have had. Um, I believe Io will... Io will will do the honors here. Uh, Raquel will go over, become women's champion, and then Io will be a surprise call up on the, the Monday or Friday after WrestleMania, joining the main roster. So give me Raquel, put the belt on her, and let her run with it. You built her up over the past year. Um, if you look over the the booking of of her over the past year, so uh, give her give her the strap here and and. Everybody moves on happy, hunky dory. You, you strap. <laughs> uh, what are you Buzz Police nowadays? Yes, I am. Fight <laughs> the sensor. We're gonna get you. A, we're, we're gonna get you an easy. We're gonna get you an easy buzzer instead of an easy button, and you can just hit the buzzer every time somebody says a a, a, a word that's not appropriate. It, it's WrestleMania weekend. You gotta watch. You gotta watch what words you use. The sponsors. Mm-hmm. I am a peacock official, so <laughs> I am going Raquel to the moon. It's all about Raquel. Mm-hmm. Chris, can you get hard eye graphics to just explode through my screen? <laughs> I'm going really- with Raquel. Raquel's, uh, she's it. Um. Yeah, I agree. Io has been the, the stronghold in the women's division down in NXT the past year. Um, it seems like they are putting putting uh, everything on Raquel for this for this event. Um, I don't know if I'm exactly ready for Raquel. I don't know if I, mean, I don't know if she's there yet. But Give I'm okay with again. Yeah. Are we getting Kabuki Warriors 2.0? No. <laughs> No, no, but I'm, no, no, no. At tag division. No, but give me, but give me EO versus Oscar. I'll take that. Yeah, give me that. So, I mean, the way they were doing shit with uh, Rhea, I mean, it probably will take EO to get there for SummerSlam. <laughs> All right, night two. Night two. Let's start off with the women's tag team title. You and you want titles on people. <laughs> 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 Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart versus Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Uh, Shotzi, uh, every time she gets in a ring, I hope she doesn't kill herself. I, I tweet that out to her every single time she wrestles. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a little contrarian opinion here, but I, give it. Put the. I want to see Candice and Indy win. But that'll be too early as far as bouncing titles around between. They'll have three teams in less than a month. So, like, I don't. That's the WWE way. I don't think, you know, I I think Ember and Shotzi will be better in the chase for the belts as far as like stories that you can tell and everything else. Um, Candace and Indy, Candace and Indy is champs in, in the ways. Vignettes and, and <laughs> camera stories that they do, I think, would be great, hilarious. Um, you know, they can all make fun of Austin because he's the only one without a belt, um, type of deal. But I, you know, I, 
all that being said, I, I do think Shotzi and Ember will retain and, and keep the belts here. I'm going Candace and Indy just because I want to see the way with those titles mm-hmm. minus theory. The way Andy took that football to the uh, to the stomach. No, no, no sold, no sold the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm not truly sold on Candace, but I think she's putting her in her due. She she deserves something. Yeah, she deserves something. I'm gonna go with those two, Indy and Candace. I I kind of agree. I think it would be cool to see that, but I don't know. I don't know. I like Candace and I like Indy, but I don't really care for. I don't ever need, really need to see Candace get a title around her, mm-hmm. really. So I'm going to go with just the I think I've done the tag titles. Just after keep that match, and the After that match, she had with EO. I'm like, give her something. Okay. All right, moving on, we'll go to the husband. We'll go to the North American Championship. Johnny Gargano versus the winner of the Gauntlet Eliminator. So obviously, whoever the, the Gauntlet Eliminator winner is, may, will will play your pick one way or the other. Um, if I'm going with Loomis, um, then I think you have to have Loomis beat Gargano just based off of the story that they've been telling this entire time. Um, don't know what those promos will look like with Loomis as champion, but uh, Johnny Takeover uh, doesn't really win on Takeover, so give me Loomis to beat. <laughs> Johnny take over and become your new North American champion. <laughs> Just like Cole said, is uh, Johnny participation. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going with uh, I'm going with Gargano to retain. Just because I want to see the way, like I said before, with all the titles. Minus I'm theory. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie, the, the way is, is I'm sold on the way. As much as I hate Johnny in the ring, out of the ring, he's like he's like gold. He's gold. He's gold. I'm gonna, gold. I think I'm gonna go with Loomis. Okay. I'd like to see Johnny just retain the title. I, I'm cool with him holding the belt until they can establish somebody to you really take the reins. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate Loomis, so I definitely don't want him on to hold the title, but I don't, he does absolutely zero for me. It's not even that it's like I don't like the gimmick or anything. It's him. I I, I don't care anything about him at all. Zero percent. Lifetime Stone Cold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go into the cruiserweight championship ladder match. So again, this is one of the matches that could not only still take over, but also WrestleMania weekend. Um, Having Shawn Michaels come out and, and and toss the ladder into the ring just up the ante to what I thought was already going to be a good match. I love Santos Escobar. I loved him in Lucha Underground. Um, you know, I think I'm not. I don't like Devlin. I, I just something about him. Just I don't know. Just don't don't like. Maybe because I haven't seen him enough and don't follow the UK product. Um, even whenever he was on NXT in the beginning, I just didn't understand the fascination with him. So with that, uh, give me Santos and let him let him be the the true cruiserweight champion. Devlin does nothing for me, just like Grizzle Young Vets. I don't know. He he just don't do anything. Santos, it's your overseas bias, man. I like Walter. <laughs> Walter's the best thing. <laughs> Child's an overseas bias. 
Uh, definitely started to grow on me, like when he first got the title. But I'm gonna still go with Escobar. I don't know why. Just Escobar. I don't, I, see like, what they do. I don't see what they do with Devlin afterwards. I just figured yeah. they just send him back over to UK. I, I like Devlin. I liked him the little bit that he got before uh, the pandemic. I mean, they they brought him over here, so I think there's got to be a reason. You know, I think that they're going to keep the title on him and give him his shot now. And I, I, I really liked whenever it was Escobar having the title on NXT and him having the title um, on the UK. Um, so if he could do both shows, that'd be great. I mean, there is talk that they're going to add a new title onto NXT UK. So at least that would give something else over there. Um, but I, th- I think God uh, Devlin's going to retain. Too many damn titles. Yeah. Way too many. <laughs> um, so we'll go into the, what the co-main event of the unsanctioned match of Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. The best video package I've ever seen WWE do was on Wednesday night for this match. I don't think I've seen a better video package done than what they did for Cole and O'Reilly on Wednesday. Um, Absolutely made me want to see this be the main event of TakeOver, regardless of no championships on the line. Just the story that's been told, Mm. the history between the two, the whole... Undisputed Era uh, angle of it and everything else. Um, I'd like to see Kyle get the win here because I think it would do more for him to get the win than Cole. Cole doesn't need the win here. Maybe this is Cole's swan song since Undisputed Era is no more and he gets called up to the main roster. And then, you know, you have Kyle go over and he gets a big win there and he can start out with his singles run in NXT, um, working his way up the card, so to speak. So I'm going to go with O'Reilly here, although every indication tells me to pick Cole because it's Cole. But I'm going to go with O'Reilly here. Let let Cole do the honors, um, have him move up to the main roster and go from there. Uh, to be either one of these guys could win, I will be okay with either of them. But I think during the match, Bobby Fish is going to come back and do something to distract O'Reilly and have Cole win. I think Fish is not going to be done with Undisputed Era just right yet and cost O'Reilly to fight. O'Reilly, though? Well, then, then again, he's the one that doesn't want the Era. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with. I don't know. I'm gonna go with that rally. I wasn't sold on the the promo package. Just because really? it's all it's all like an interrogation, like a movie, and I was just like, uh. then a rally started talking, and I was like, you know what? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but if the interrogation wasn't with Olivia Benson, you would have been uh, all for it, right? I'm all in, man. I'm all in. <laughs> I've I've watched it I've watched it like I've watched it four or five times and it's just, yeah like I don't it's just everything about it just I'm gonna have to rewatch because once O'Reilly started talking I was just I tuned out so. <laughs> um I I kind of agree Dom I think either guy could really take this um I think this is gonna be it for Cole down NXT 
but in a way, I hope not because I don't think he's going to be used right up on the main roster. Uh, but I'm going to, my gut's telling me Cole, so I'm just going to go with Cole. Uh, and that'll take us into the main event of night two the NXT Championship, Finn Baylor versus Karrion Cross. I'm going to go last on this one. I'll go first. Uh, Cross. I hate to Cross. If, uh, <laughs> I don't care about either, but I just hate his finisher so much that I'm going to go with Cross. Okay. <laughs> I am going to go Finn. I think uh, me for myself. I think Cross is going to be done in NXT after this, and I think they're going to push him up to the main roster. And whenever Finn wins, Walter will come out. Watch you take him up and I'll spoil it. <laughs> I want that title. I'm not a cross fan. He's another good guy that doesn't do anything for me. Um, but I, I could see him go on the main roster, you know, especially since they haven't been using um, Alistair at all. He kind of fill that void up there. Um, I agree. I think Finn's going to, I think Finn's going to do it. And I, I agree with, I think Walter's going to come out at the end. I think we're going to set up the, the UK takeover. So you guys stole my thunder with the setup there for the finish, <laughs> but I have it opposite. I have Cross winning and getting the belt back that he didn't lose, that he had to forfeit due to injury. And I have Imperium coming out and taking out Finn. And Walter Walter then coming out after Imperium has laid Balor out and uh, standing tall over top of Finn, calling him out that way. So I thought you were heading towards Walter and uh, Cross, which I wouldn't mind seeing. <laughs> we're talking about two dudes that would beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I think you're gonna. I like that booking. Yeah, give me give me Cross Cross with the with the win, um, and then like I said, have Imperium come out through the crowd, lay out Baller. We have Walter's music hits. He walks down, stands over top of Baller, holding the belt, and and we're off to the races with that. Yeah. Is is um takeover at the CWC? Yes, it is. Okay. Yep. Okay. And then the next UK takeover is supposed to be in Ireland. So. Okay. Yeah. So all right, that's predictions for NXT yep. nights one and two for stand and deliver on USA and Peacock. Uh, that that is Wednesday and Thursday. Um, if you guys aren't aren't sure uh, or, or haven't heard through the fucking ninety seven hundred announcements they've made, is Wednesday stand Thursday deliver? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to drink. How about that? Let's hop in. Those, let's hop in a drink of the week. All right. Chug 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 chug. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this week's Drink of the Week segment is brought to you by alcohol, the solution to the problems of so many of our problems. Let's hope it's a solution this week because I could use it. Did you get the right one? You did. Yes, see. <laughs> yes it's the right one. <laughs> this week we have. Yes, we, went, we, we went over this. <laughs> we didn't talk about it. I'm this, this, week, this week, this was, this was Chris's pick for Drink of the Week this week. It is a creamsicle IPA, um, eight and a half percent alcohol by volume, and it is by the Epic Brewing Company in Denver, Colorado. 
So it says, Orange are glad I didn't say milkshake, but I did. <laughs> so, yeah, I've never had like a milkshake style beer. I know we kind of did that Neapolitan a few weeks ago, but that wasn't a, like a real milkshake beer. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of interested in this. It's, again, we have it's another IPA that's going to be flavored. So last week we, we had the, the whole bunch of jelly donut. Well, um, I can tell you one thing. As soon as I crack that open, I could smell the IPA. So I yeah. don't know if this is going to be up my alley or not. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go three weeks in a row because next week we're not an IPA as well. So right. IPA, right. IPA, IPA. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So orange creamsicle IPA or just creamsicle. I'm saying orange because, you know, that's what a perfect creamsicle is. I mean, it still looks like an IPA. So. I don't taste the cream or the sickle. You just want everything just to be like Pepsi. <laughs> I want some sugar in it. Yeah. It's some of this. this. This could use some sugar or something. Give me something sweet. So, again, um, if you're an IPA lover and you drink IPAs, I think this is up your alley. Um, for those of you that do not like IPAs, I would I would tell you to stay away from this one. Um, I I got a little hint of the orange hair, like in the aftertaste, and like sitting here with it didn't no. didn't get too much of it as I was taking a sip of it and drinking it. But um, I thought it would be I thought the flavor profile on it would be a little bit different than what it is. To me, it's just kind of like a I don't want to say a blue moon with an orange peel in it, but it's like. Not a whole lot there, flavor-wise, for me. So I'll give I, it. A, I'll give it a two. I agree. I was expecting more, more orange or like because it has it's IPA brewed with lactose and orange. So I was kind of expecting more of a creamy texture to this, and all I'm really getting is IPA. Like I'm not yeah. a, a little bit. Whenever I whenever I crack the can open, I got a little hint of the orange. Like the creamsicle flavor, but it, it was it was still very heavy IPA smell. Uh, the taste is very hoppy. Like the aftertaste, that's all I'm getting is the hops afterwards. That's all that's staying on my tongue. It's lingering. Um, it's it's not doing anything for me. I I'll go with a two as well. I'm gonna eat peach rings, so this might have killed everything. <laughs> Didn't we talk about this a couple weeks ago? Your palate is already <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe <laughs> might have killed everything. <laughs> I'm gonna go with it too. Look, everything is compared to that uh, that breakfast thing now. <laughs> and, uh, let me tell you about that. I threw so I threw it in the trash can, and it must have leaked in my room in the trash can. So I smell, I just smell coffee at night, every night. I have to clean out the trash can. It's killing me. <laughs> and I can smell it. I'm going to go with it too. This, <laughs> this is better than that. So this, everything compared to that gets a, a boost. This, uh, this does nothing for me. I just, like Chris said, it's all hops, no flavor, nothing at all. I give it a one. I can't even finish it. Look, this is like LaCroix for you guys. I'm I'm feeling. See, like, I, don't drink, I I drink bubbly. I don't drink Lacroix. Oh, it's like bubbly too. You just get the essence. You don't taste shit. You just get the smell. 
No, nah, that's not true. Bubbly, the you not tell me bubbly is flavorful. Oh, it definitely is. The, the caffeinated, the, the new, the new caffeinated pack that they just came out with that it has caffeine in it now, and they have uh, blueberry, pomegranate, mango, passion fruit, and uh, triple berry. The blueberry, and pomegranate, you taste both blueberry and pomegranate. We're fucking sponsored by Bubbly now. <laughs> <laughs> The bubbly is a better review than this damn beer you took. I can tell you that much. Essence beer. I'm gonna drink it just because I don't. I don't ever. I don't ever waste a beer. Um, even if I don't like it, I, I still I'll, I'll finish it because it's beer, and you don't waste beer. Um, so with that, uh, not much. Not much praise here for the Cream Sigla IPA. Um, by Epic Brewing Company there in Denver, Colorado. So, so was the strawberry the same style, Chris? That's technically a milkshake one. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like this one, it doesn't specifically Dang. classify it as a milkshake. Okay. Oh, the hops. <laughs> yeah, it's all. So I don't want to go down this road again. All right. Well, that's it. I don't have nothing else to say about this beer. We'll move on. So. To good ships and wood chips. I didn't say. And ships and I'm not even giving the full toast this week. I thought bad this beer was. To good ships and wood chips and ships to sell the seas with the best ships are friendship. Raise y'all glasses. God damn. No, it's not worth it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. All right, this week in sports, uh, rounding out here, coming up on the end of the NCAA tournament, March Madness. We have the final four games tonight. Uh, we have Gonzaga and UCLA, and then we have Baylor and Houston. Who you guys got? Uh, I got the Zags and Baylor in the national game. The two best teams in the country all year long. We'd like to see them two face off against each other for the national championship here. Um, so that that's my pick for the for the final four. Donald, had, your, your your final four so three out of the four. Three out of the four, the and four uh, yeah. and my champion's still alive, which is Baylor. So I'm going Baylor. Ditto. Same bracket. So mm-hmm. let me go with the Bears, the Tigers, whatever. Just pick a fucking. It's not even Tigers. Tigers. <laughs> I don't know. Is there a mascot in there? An eagle. It's not. Oh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think next team's making the COVID, so I didn't pick anything. I've been paying attention. Here's my research in the Final Four. <laughs> Give him the Wizard of Oz. That's all he wants. I'll take the Pied Parrots. Give me. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. I'll, no, I'm, I'll, I'll go with Gonzaga. I'll go with Gonzaga. All right. Um, NFL announced this week that the 17th game is official. Uh, we will get that starting this season. Uh, the Steelers will play the Seahawks in Week 17, uh, and if they get the actual additional home game this year, um, so based off of that, the Steelers now have the hardest strength of schedule out of any team. If you're looking at past season's record and opponents, doesn't bode well for a team that that lost five starters on defense as well as a couple retiring on offense. So it may be a a long year for the Steelers here. Um, to the moon, baby. How do you, <laughs> how do you set the quality cap, extend the games, and then people pay, to, pay them the same amount? Well, they, they're getting 
So that seventeenth game, that's that seventeenth game check is like a it's it's a bonus. So it's it's one seventeenth of their salary will be what they'll get be paid out for week yeah. seventeen. Yeah. So actually, some people will get uh, some people depending on your contract. Some people will get paid more week seventeen than they did weeks one through sixteen. So, um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, first time, and it's been it's been really long since the NFL made changes to the total number of games as far as season length wise. Um, I mean, look, it, yeah, it, this has been in the works for a long time. It's been talked about for years. Um, mm-hmm. The amount of money that's being shelled out for NFL games, you only knew it was a matter of time before they go to seventeen weeks. My guess is, is that they'll actually bump it up to an 18-game week schedule with two preseason games, mm-hmm. and and that'll be what will what will eventually get to. Um, you're gonna have if you move into 18 weeks or hell, even with 17 weeks, I think you should have two buys. But um, during the season, just based off of the the toll that it's gonna take on people's bodies, so bye weeks will be a little interesting to see how that shakes out. Um, you know, but yeah, so that was big, big, big news from the NFL this week on that, um, on that front. And then, um, what else did I have? Uh, did you have uh, MLBs moving to All Star Game from Atlanta? Yeah, MLB announced that they're here. Based off, of, based off, of, based off of the 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 new. Law that was signed into the new bill that was signed in this week um, by the state of Georgia surrounding voting rights um, and do's and don'ts as far as that goes. Uh, Major League Baseball pulled out of having the All Star game in Atlanta. Uh, Pittsburgh is one of those destinations for the All Star game to land this year. We haven't had it what since 2006? They said 2006. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I believe it was one of they're, they're one of four or five cities that Major League Baseball is currently looking at as far as moving the game to. Uh, yeah, I know, um, you know, the whole stick to sports demographic out there. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, this is an issue that, that, that crosses both. And it's not, you know, it's not an athlete saying something. It's an actual sports league saying something. Mm-hmm. Um whether it's done right or wrong or, you know, if it's just posturing on the MLB's part to look like they're doing something right, I don't know. Um, you can have that discussion. We won't have that discussion here unless you guys really want to. Like I said last week, we we like to keep the show uh, lighthearted in that, and maybe we should get into those topics. But, um, you know, it, it's a stance by MLB. We'll see what, what other sports teams and sports leagues do. I do think the Atlanta Braves press release based off of this announcement by Major League Baseball was just a complete and utter egg on the face fail. Um, I don't think they got it at all. Um, I didn't see it. Yeah, go look that up. You can go on there. You can go on their Twitter page and that and see their their official uh, press release announcement. Um, yeah, not not a good look from the Braves organization. Um, and the wording that they've chose in that press release just tells me that they've completely missed the mark on it. So, um, 
won't won't go too much further into that. But again, it's um it's something here where politics crosses into sports. So um, yeah, we'll see more more to come. Um, I don't know if other industries will. We'll start doing the same. Um, I know a lot of a lot of movies are filmed in Georgia now. Um, Your TV shows and TV shows yeah. and that. So we'll we'll see how how that kind of shakes out. But uh, we saw this with the NBA. I think was it two years ago um, when they pulled the All Star game from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not the the first time a, a American sports league has done a move like this um, to make a make a, a statement based off of, of something that was done politically. But yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens moving forward with that. Um staying with baseball, did you see Francisco Lindor signed a 10 year three hundred and forty one million dollar deal with the Mets? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if you have kids out there baseball have them play baseball. Mm-hmm. Please. And it's one hundred percent guaranteed money. Hundred percent guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Have no matter what, no matter what, you're getting that money. Good for him. I know. I know it's not the most exciting sport to watch, and baseball got a lot to do in order to fix the game as far as keeping people interested and in, you know younger audience and everything else. And I don't know what the solutions are to that that problem, but have your kids play baseball. Uh, I mean, it's just like the Pirates. The, the team sucks, and it's, it's no fault of the teams. Like, I mean, first place. What are you talking about? First place, Buckos. What are you talking about? Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> but PNC Park's a great place to watch a game. You know, so it's like there's, there's trade offs. Yeah, but <laughs> definitely, definitely, you know, out of, out of all the sports league, I think baseball is the hardest one. I know, locally, looking around. Baseball, local, like youth baseball leagues that I played in that were literally everywhere growing up. Mm-hmm. Those are those are few and far between right now. Like mm-hmm. I know my my township where I live, we we have a, a good strong youth baseball league um, and softball league, both boys and girls. It is really strong in our area, but that could just be the 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 size of of my township. Um, but a lot of a lot of baseball and even softball at this point, um, it's it's shifted towards like the AAU style of basketball where it's these travel teams and like mm-hmm. these kids go around all over the Northeast and play in these tournaments over the weekends and they fly in from different states on these teams and like they don't even practice together. They just show up at tournaments and play and it's just it it's shifted over over the over the years. I think getting baseball back into the youth will do nothing but be a positive for the youth, also the community, everything that it does, everything that it teaches, everything that it brings. It's only positives and you know, they need to really look at hammering home, reestablishing youth baseball, not just in the the rich neighborhoods, but also, you know, your your poor and it just it needs to it needs to come back. Yeah, yeah. Remember, remember the one we played for. Man, the community was all up for that. Yeah, that opening day where the teams are out on the field and everything. That, that was it was so- a it was a big thing. And that, and I mm-hmm. I played I played in two different I played for two different youth organizations growing up, and both of them, like you said, the the community, the 
the the impact it was it was felt throughout um mm -hmm. you know and and it was all it was all positive um i remember going to, to picnics at the end of the season picnics and it was it was an all-day thing you had you had cookouts you had different different uh events there was home run derbies there was father-son games there was i mean there was water balloon toss like there was just mm -hmm. everything and it was an all-day event there was raffles for for pirate tickets for signed autograph memorabilia stuff like these leagues did big things for the youth and gave back and, mm -hmm. and some of my fondest memories were playing baseball growing up until i played baseball until i was 16 17 years old like that's a lot of my youth that i remember vividly and fondly like it was, it was there it made an impact just as much as the other youth sports that i played baseball felt more like I mean, I remember playing some championship games for baseball, you know, and there was, you had people, cars, parking lots filled, backed up, people standing along fence lines. Like it was, it was the, the thing to be at back in the day. And I, I think at some point, if the professional league is going to survive, if Major League Baseball is going to continue to survive, and we've been saying this for years now because, as much as we don't watch baseball here based off of the Pirates, these contracts continue to come out and continue to be signed. So obviously Major League Baseball is doing something right. Mm -hmm. So let's let's get it back into the let's get it back into these communities and get it back into the program. I mean, hell, Donald, the league we played in, you were able we had a team that you could actually go to the Little League World Series. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you had an all-star team formed based off of all the kids in that league, and mm -hmm. you were entered into trying to go to Williamsport to play mm -hmm. in the Little League mm -hmm. World Series. Like that's that's huge. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and now you don't you don't really see that too much around our area. Mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> see what happens there. Mm -hmm. um, this could be a whole separate show. It, it could be. Oh, it really it could, be. could be. Honestly, could it, be. it could be because we lived through it, so we saw mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And you, you saw the impact it made. Um, yeah, it was just you. You don't ever drive by a baseball field now and see kids playing a pickup baseball game. It's loose, yeah. You know what I mean? Like back in the day, <laughs> that was the thing. Summertime, yeah. you know, grab your bike, grab your glove, take your bat ride down to the field and we're we're playing we're playing ball mm -hmm. and oh the the other kids in the other neighborhood want to play us it was literally the yes, same life brought to life mm -hmm. not even home run derby even if you didn't have nine yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you were playing you home run derby play. you were you were doing all that stuff um because yeah. like uh at my uh, at my old house the baseball field that used to be up there that's where like a pony league was and now that pony league doesn't exist anymore so that baseball field was basically turned into a dog park or something like i just when i ride past i just see people just playing fetch with their dogs and everything like that's it growing up in swissville memorial park you had three baseball fields mm -hmm. and, you were, and you were down there from you the time you were four years old until you were 18 years old if you if you played all the way through legion Mm -hmm. And you were down at that at that facility at that place for all every, those years. Yep. And every year. <laughs> I mean, even Memorial's still there, but you know they had the field over at Dixon. We would play over there too, and they made that into a parking lot. Now they took mm -hmm. out the baseball field as a parking lot. 
Yep. The one in Bridal Kills is the same way too. I mean, now that's just like a walking park. Yeah. There's no baseball field anymore. Put it in the West. <laughs> that's terrible track. now. Just the track. Yeah. Well, the yeah. track's terrible now too. They just because they're not using that building, oh, they no, just no. they don't take care of the track anymore either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that used to be such a nice track and a decent baseball field. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely it's, it's, changed. So, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't like. I said I don't know what the solution is. I know my, my, like I said, my township's different because baseball and softball is so prevalent in in my area. So teams play. There's multiple fields for both girls and boys, and they're being played on it um, year round, hosting all star tournaments like. That was the big thing in the summer, man. You got on an all-star team and you all travel, travel. Yeah. places playing mm-hmm. in these all-star tournaments, man. That was that was some of the funnest times I've ever had as a kid growing up. Yeah. Especially playing, when it's got playing under the lights. <laughs> yeah. I remember I remember being eight years old playing in the plum all-star tournament and playing under the lights. <laughs> you thought you thought you made it to the major leagues. Like that was the biggest <laughs> was big time ever. Playing under the lights in the all-star tournament, it didn't get any bigger than that. <laughs> yeah. It was like with our community, like our school district, you know, it was like 13 communities. So whenever you got on the all-star team, you play like the next community over from yours, like North Brown playing shelf on that stuff. So you're playing like actual people from your school, mm-hmm. but just on the other side of the field. Like that was fun back then. Mm-hmm. So That's fun. how many people you had playing where you had that many people to field that many all-star games. Yeah. That many all-star teams. All-star teams. All-star teams. Yeah. Yeah. You had yeah, you had Shelf on, you had North Bradley, you had Swiss, Swiss West, you had all these, you know what I mean? You had all these different communities, you and you had an all-star team for almost each, each one. one. Mm-hmm. And you were out there. Cause, yeah, because Churchill had their own, Forest Hills had their own, East Pittsburgh had their own, Braddock Hills had their own. It was just like, man, <laughs> Turtle Creek, forgot about them. Wilkins. You could just keep yeah. going. Man. So yeah, I don't I don't know what the solution is, but I, I hope. It, it, it changes because it, it it did a lot for me growing up. So mm-hmm. you made lifelong uh, friendships from that too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Look at the podcast. <laughs> Roy, uh, Roy, Roy Williams retired as coach of North Carolina. Um, Is that legit? I thought that was an April Fool's joke when that came up. No, no, he's <laughs> he's calling it a career. Um, you know, you have th- uh, 33 years as a head coach, I believe 48 years as a coach overall. Um, you know, he was he was responsible for recruiting Michael Jordan to play at North Carolina. Um, you know, not only is he it, – it's rare that a coach could be considered the greatest coach ever at two different schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can make the argument that not only is he the greatest coach in North Carolina, he's also the greatest coach at Kansas. And obviously, Kansas fans and Carolina fans will have that debate just because <laughs> what Bill Self did at, at Kansas, um, what what Dean Smith did at North Carolina. But you know, he won three national championships at his time in North Carolina, on top of you know the multiple Final Fours, NCAA's, ACC tournament teams that that won it. So, uh, hats off to Roy. I don't know in what direction Carolina is going to go into now um, or who they're looking at as far as potential replacements for him. Um, I know before Roy Williams took over, the, Carolina was in a downturn. Um, after Dean Smith left, they 
couple of the coaches they hired didn't pan out well. Program wasn't was was on the decline, and then Roy came in um, and, and brought it back to being a, a true blue blood program that it that it was. So, uh, kudos to him. Congratulations on on uh, on a great career. Um, it just shows that you know the the old guard in college basketball is on its way out. Mm-hmm. So your Roy Williams, your Coach K's, Bayhams, Izzo's. You know that that are synonymous Huggins that are synonymous names with college basketball. They're all there. down the the, the you know, on the back nine of their career, if not on the last hole. So um, it'll be, it'll be a shift, and I'm sure there'll be names to step in and replace them. But um, it'll take a long it'll take a long time to to replace names such as you know Roy Williams, Shashesky, Bayheim, those types of those types of college coaches. You have anybody coming up with like longevity like they did with yeah. this team? Mark Ooh. Few at Gonzaga. It just feels like everybody's just like shifting around to another school. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like whoever pays the most, they're just going. Mm-hmm. It's just like that one program have that one coach. Chris, drop me up. Well, no, but I don't have too much else on sports. That was <clears throat> women's uh, women's. Yeah. Yeah, the women's championship. Yeah, yeah the national championship is uh, Arizona and Stanford. Yeah, so the Pac-12 is guaranteed a champion. It'll yeah. be their first one since '92. I think all any of those games, but mm-hmm. those games have been more excited than the men's game. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. especially that Baylor UConn over the uh, what was it, last week? Ooh, mm-hmm. The foul that wasn't called a foul. <laughs> <laughs> they got a lot more airtime this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After that call out. <laughs> oh, that had to have been in the works before that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm disappointed Staley isn't isn't uh, moving on, but mm-hmm. uh, between the two. I'll take Arizona because they're the underdog. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll take Arizona. Mm-hmm. It's definitely different. Because I saw Stanford there before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> it was that that uh was the freshman? She was UConn. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, she's good. She was good. This is where we need Damien and Angie in this segment. <laughs> <laughs> they give you the ultimate rundown. Angie buckets and Dame Dollar. <laughs> <laughs> no, Angie Goldcoat. <laughs> Remember that. Hey, forever, the Hall of Fame. <laughs> They can hit us up in the comments during the show. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, UFC. um, Obviously, the buzz still around Francis Ngannou uh, with his win over over Stipe. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, it looks like we'll get uh, McGregor and Poirier 3. Believe they signed Dustin Poirier signed uh, to fight McGregor on July 10th um, for the for the rubber match. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know after the way Connor looked after his last fight. Um, you know, could it be still talking you know, into the building? It's past it. It's past it. It's passed them by. Um, you know, we we talked about this whenever they had that fight, and he said, you know, the the fight game, you got to be active, you got to fight, yeah, in yeah. order to to be able to fight. And 
he didn't fight at all, whether that was, you know, UFC's doing or whatnot. Um, I know he wanted, he said he came out and wanted, he wanted to fight three or four times last year. Didn't book him for whatever reason. So um, we'll see Still how. He could have been in more active training. I mean, I don't know what he was doing in the offseason, but. Listen, it, there's only so much sparring and rolling and all that can do for you. Like, you gotta, you gotta fight. In order to to keep your timing down, to to keep your reactions, the, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. You have to you have to fight. The worst no thing for a fighter yeah. is to sit around and not fight. Yeah, you know, yeah, know what a real punch feels like. <laughs> like yeah. So mm-hmm. while, while we're in the UFC, you, your thoughts on DC and Reigns? I didn't even I didn't even click on the link. So I, I, I caught the. I don't know. I don't, I, I caught the I caught the Heyman the Heyman. Heyman tweet tagging and saying, I hope the champ doesn't see this. And Reigns tweeted out something along the lines of uh, sit behind that commentary desk has made him soft <laughs> or something like that. So I know, I know, listen, Cormier is a, is a huge wrestling fan. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Obviously, you had to face off with him and Brock in the octagon. That never actually materialized to a fight. I know, I know there were rumblings before that, you know, they were going to bring him in potentially to be one of the commentators when they moved to Fox. Mm-hmm. Okay. I that. And I don't even know if he, if he auditioned for that or not, but I know that was, that was one of the rumblings was that he was going to come on and be the commentator there. Okay. Um, I'm all for it because mm-hmm. I know, I know DC, the way he, the way he loves and appreciates the wrestling business he can talk. He can come in. You know what I mean. My only concern is that I don't know how much Vince is soured on fighters coming in because Ronda came in, did her thing for a year, bounced. Cain mm. Velasquez came in <laughs> for a cup of coffee, and I ain't never seen nothing else since then, or heard anything about it. So mm. I don't know if he's even willing to to go down that road, but if you're bringing Bad Bunny in and Logan Paul to be on WrestleMania, I think Cormier could be added in to something at some point. He could, but I'm, I'm not going to lie. As much as I didn't want to see Logan Paul on SmackDowns, he's going to bring he's going to bring eyes with him. And that's the whole point. So, yeah. Cormier, no, he, he didn't overstep his, his part. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He, no. he didn't. But Cormier, Cormier will add eyes to mm-hmm. the product. And I mean, that being on Peacock this year, too, could have more eyes on it as well. So mm-hmm. this mix of people coming on could help. Um, and then lastly, I did want to bring up something fun here that I saw. Um, and this is all this is completely hypothetical here. But um, hold on, let me get it. Let me get it opened up here. Jason, you got something? Oh, no, I was going to ask. Uh, we, we touched on the women's bracket. Before, when you when you left, we just like who, who you got? Oh uh, well, the big story was UConn getting upset last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't yeah. I don't think anybody would have would have picked you know them Arizona, to lose yeah. and not be in the championship game. I'm um, disappointed. Staley's not moving on, but you got two 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 uh, contenders in there. So yeah, I, I, listen, UConn UConn had a stranglehold on on women's college basketball for so yeah, long. That they made it uninteresting mm-hmm. because it was it was a foregone conclusion mm-hmm. that they were going to win every game, and there was no point in even watching. 
And these have been more excited than the men's. And the women's tournament has been really good games. I mean, say what you will about women's basketball. I have enjoyed watching the women's games. And, and this year, this year more than years past, I know I like look forward to actually tuning in and watching the games. So, you know, last night, last night was they were two great games. Like, um, I have no idea who's going to win the national championship now because I I just thought UConn was going to win. Like foregone conclusion. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like uh, no idea. Now, do I think UConn should have beat Baylor? No, that was a foul. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we were just talking about that. The, you know, the how you know that wasn't call called? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you don't call that, but that's a foul. Like, and I so, think two of your girls uh, then announced for the WMA draft. Yep. So, mm-hmm. so, so maybe, maybe them losing in the final four was was the basketball gods coming back and, and giving the karma for them. <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. For, for the final four yeah. to begin with. Um, but yeah, well, I you know I'll see. I, I'm gonna tune in and watch. Mm-hmm. That. So I think from from that standpoint, um, for women's college basketball to have me tune in and watch the national championship game means that that they've done something right over the course of the tournament. So. Regardless of who wins, I, I'm going to tune in just to to watch and, and be entertained by by watching you know a championship be played for. Yeah. Well, and then lastly, one thing I did want to bring up that that's just hypothetical. Um, so, how would you feel about geographically accurate divisions in the NFL? <laughs> let me read, let me read these off to you. Okay. So, Division One. You'd have the Patriots, the Jets, the Giants, and the Bills. Division two, you'd have the Eagles, Ravens, Redskins, Panthers. Three, Steelers, Bengals, Browns, Colts. The NFC North would stay the same with Vikings, Packers, Bears, Lions. South, you'd have Falcons, Jaguars, Buccaneers, Dolphins. You have the Chiefs. You just gave Brady another title. <laughs> Hold on. You have the Titans, the Chiefs, and this is old because the Rams aren't in St. Louis anymore. So mm-hmm. I don't, they're, they're out of LA. And then Denver. You have Dallas, the Texans, the Saints, and the Cardinals. And then you have Seahawks, Raiders, Niners, Chargers. Would you be up to having more if the divisions were aligned geographically instead of as you see them now as AFC NFC? It would be less jet fuel for the NFL, but mm-hmm. so that means more money for them. But no, I don't like it because I would like to see the teams from the South get into the snow. Well, I mean, it wouldn't. Well, I I get what for you're the saying. Playoffs, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you know, Miami traveling to Buffalo for a regular season game. Yeah, but, and realistically, like. Does that make sense for Miami to be in the AFC East, like to be <laughs> up in Buffalo and New England playing? You know, it's the Jets, New England, and Bills, which are all geographically located. And then mm-hmm. oh, we just throw the Dolphins in because oh, yeah. that's how we that's how we split up the conferences whenever we changed the realignment previously. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I, I don't like it. Because of what we know now and everything with rivalries and stuff of individual I need the rivalries. North. Yeah. 
So, yeah, so if it was, like, a new, so, like, if the NFL was completely new and we knew nothing about the teams, okay, I'm cool with that. Uh, speaking of the the NFL, and I know we, we talked about it earlier with the 17th game, but um, I guess going forward, it's going to be, it's going to be worked into kind of having your interstate rivalries. So like, like Philly and Pittsburgh would be your, yeah. your week 17 game. I would like to see more of that. On, on year, on years where they don't play in, you know, in the in division, the, yeah. In the interconference divisional matchup, you know, Philly, Pittsburgh, um, Jets and Giants. Uh, you know what I mean? Go on and go down the, the list and, and pick them. Um, do you think that adds anything anything to the the sizzle or the stake of having a 17 game season if we if we have interstate rivalries? There needs to be like a like how college would do, or like a state rivalry. We got to be well, a, an unwritten championship or something. Well, like like for the like the the examples that obviously the Eagles Steelers one would be great. That would be yeah. you know. Pitt, Penn State, or, or Pitt, West Virginia, Ohio, you wouldn't get that because you already have Bengals and Browns in the same division. So, yeah. like, I don't know where you would go for for that um, to to split off. But you know, Minnesota. Falcon, yeah, Falcons, Carolina is the same way. Like, that's they're not the same state, but I mean, like, they already play each other. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. This whole seventeenth game season is is going to be interesting. You know, I just think the like if you go if you go seven and ten, that sounds a lot worse than going seven and nine. Mm-hmm. You know, I do like not having that eight and eight. Yeah, so it's either winning season or losing season. Like, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, you let Thomas slide on quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, all right. But that's this week in sports. I don't got nothing else. Anybody got anything else to touch on before we get to the world famous, world renowned <laughs> one? Gotta go. All right. This week's world famous one got to go. Last week, comedy movies. Turn- oh. We got yeah. movies. Whoa, buddy. Whoa. Oh, man. Do a little superhero take. This is not going to be easy. Don, do you wear the right shirt this week? (laughs) (laughs) I have have an an out, but I don't know if it may lead to to more discussion based off (laughs) of my out. Oh, man. Who wants to go first? This is gonna be this is gonna be this is gonna be good. I'm gonna be curious to see what, what people say with this one here. Especially feedback oh, on, on damn, it's into the, uh, Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it was into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, that was right. Joker, Logan, Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I'll go first. I gotta toss Joker just because I never seen it. Just because I've never seen it, I'm not. I'm, on, I'm not going to hate on the movie. I just never seen it. And the two, like Logan, might have been the best, uh, the best X Men movie I've seen. Winter Soldier. Logan, Logan, you can make the argument for one of the best superhero movies. Period. 
And then the spider was just visually great. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. So, okay. So last week, I never saw Step Brothers or Office Space, and I got hammered for that. So you didn't see Joker, and it's okay to slide for you. You, you, but you told me, you told me, you gonna lucky you not. You want, you want the both to go. We were. I, I told you, it's one <laughs> yeah. gotta go. One okay, gotta right. go. Okay, <laughs> I see the different rules. Okay, I see. I know. All right, I see. Same rules. See. Same rules. One gotta go. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Simple rules. You even <laughs> told me I might not like it. <laughs> all right, so Jay, you got Joker just because you haven't seen it. Not, yeah. Not, okay. I'll go. But at least um, I'm not hating on the whole genre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all like this genre, so we're, we should be good. <laughs> Captain America: Winter Soldier—that's my favorite Marvel movie. Uh, I could I could watch that anytime. It's just a standalone. And like Jason said, you know, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse was just great visually to watch. Uh, Logan was a great movie because um, it was so different from all the other 20th Century Fox. Um, uh, X-Men movies. Um, Joker got a go for me because I did not like that movie at all. I actually still haven't even finished the movie. It's taken. I've tried to watch it three different times, and I can't get through it. it the man who loves DC hates DC. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's terrible. You've been shitting on DC a lot lately. Com- DC comics still love, but DC movies are just the shits. <laughs> Donald? Uh, as everybody know, as I got the shirt on, <laughs> I love the Joker, my favorite villain, and that is a psychological story. It is very good, so that's staying. Uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier, my favorite Marvel movie of all time. It tops everything. Logan and Spider Man. Ooh, man, this is tough. I love the Spider Man because uh, the Spider Verse was definitely something different from what Sony puts out for Spider-Man. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse could sh- could have won Best Picture that year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how good that movie was. Not just a superhero movie, but just general movie in general. That movie could have won Best Picture that year. Didn't it win for animation, though? It won Best Animation, but I'm talking Best Picture overall, Spider-Man and Spider-Verse. Oh, I don't know about that. that. I wouldn't go that far. But... Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Logan was a definitely a different X Men movie for what Fox was putting out before, because Fox was putting out some hot garbage for X Men. But the way Logan went and the storylines they had weaved in and out of there, Logan got to go. Flip the damn desk. <laughs> Flip the damn desk. <laughs> um. Right, I'm gonna make this real simple. You guys may you guys may disagree with my take here, but to me, Joker is not a superhero movie. It doesn't fall in line with this with these other three movies as far as being a, a superhero movie. Joker is a, even though it's it's the Joker, it, it's not based off of anything that has to do with him being a a, a supervillain from the standpoint of comics. Um, or superheroes in general. So I'm going to say that one got to go just based off of the list because it's not a superhero movie. I love the Joker as a movie. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix was absolutely amazing the way he portrayed and played the character. Um, as an overall movie itself, 
fantastic. Um, but because it's not a comic book superhero movie, I'll I'll, I'll say Joker got to go. See, I, I would classify Logan like that a little bit too. It wasn't a traditional superhero movie. It was more artistic, like they made the Joker. But Logan was Logan was more Logan was more superhero esque. It was I, more, yeah, but yeah, I, I definitely see where Steve's coming from. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like I don't I don't watch the Joker thinking I'm watching a superhero or super villain movie. Like to me, I'm watching I'm just watching a movie. I don't. I don't view it as being part of the 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 comics. Like I don't. I don't view it as being part of that genre at all. So I, I get that. that. So for that, that 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 one. That's the reason why I got to go. So and they did that intentionally too. I mean, they they did, and and they talked about it. You know, as they were making it, as it was coming out, and and you know, said that it this has nothing to do with. With Batman, this has nothing to do mm-hmm. with any anything as far as time and space. The Joker character itself, completely different take on the Joker. So I, I appreciated that that scope and that lens because the Joker being, as Donald said, probably one of the the most talked about or most well known villains, if not the the most known villain. Mm-hmm. Name wise, like to to take the approach that they did when they did the movie, was was refreshing, um, and I think it did it justice for doing it um, the way that they did it. So, yeah, but I don't I don't consider that to be a a superhero movie, which is why that one got to go for me. I'll put on my things my list of things to watch. It's on HBO Max. Don't don't go into it if, if you go into it. I always go into movies without storyline. Just like I just go into movies just to watch a movie. Yeah. Batman's in it. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. just wrong. <laughs> hey, if you, if you can be Teen Titans Batman. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Joker, Joker was I was when I watched that, I was like, I got done watching it and I was I was Look. very very pleased with the way that they did it, and um, glad that I've watched so far. Glad they did it the way that they did it. I don't, you know, I think if they would have tried to do it as, as like a DC comic movie, I don't think it would have came out the way that it did. <laughs> so, and Joaquin Phoenix was absolutely great. If that's the one guy to go, we got to do. You want a one guy to go that will cause some issues. Joker's. But, Put Joaquin Phoenix, Heath Ledger, Jack Nicholson, and um, why am I the original guy? Um, the actor that played the Joker on the Batman TV show in the seventies. Oh, that was man. That's a that that that's Carmen. That's a that's a one guy to go that 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 that'll uh, or just in general, just conversation topic to to spark off. That's a that's a good debate to have because. Um, or do you go Luke Skywalker animated series? What's his real name? Uh, oh, Mark Hamill. Yeah, because he he portrayed Joker, and he did a good job in the animated series. Yeah, he did all the movies and all that stuff, and uh, yeah, that. If you uh, Cesar Romero, that's it. If you watch the, if you finally watch the Snyder Cut, I think you might like this Leto Joker. 
So yeah. there's the there's the <laughs> better show on Suicide Squad. <laughs> does does the Leto does the Leto Joker get a bad rap? Based, um, off, of, based off of how shitty the movies were. On the Suicide Squad? <sighs> I, I, I didn't like it as Suicide Squad. No. I I get why they changed like where they tried to bring like a modern twist to it, but no. That was it. It was a twist. I didn't mind. I don't think I minded Leto as Joker. It was just uh how they portray yeah. the portrayal of it. I agree with that. Yeah. All right. Go. Well, that was one guy to go this week. Anybody got anything else? Good, Going to good, final thoughts. Good one. Not Sorry, Steve. Uh, I was just saying, I was just saying not, as, not as much. Uh, quick to pull the trigger on that damn button. You said, no, that's it. That's where one got to go. And then <laughs> that's whatever I always do. Whatever you guys are right, talking after you end. Plug the show. Plug the show before we get out of here. Plug the show. All right. Thanks for tuning in to episode 31, guys. As always, you can follow us on social media at, at Dumbmarks POD on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are live every Saturday at 11 a.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. So please subscribe, like, and follow our social media pages. You can also message us during the podcast at dumbmarkspod at gmail.com. Our audio-only edition of the podcast is released every Monday to listen on demand on all your favorite podcast platforms. And a couple of housekeeping things before we wrap things up. Um, If you guys listen to our podcast on radio.com, they rebranded this week as Odyssey. So instead of listening to us on radio.com, you'd uh, I know my app and everything update automatically to Odyssey. So just if you're looking for it, just a little uh, heads up on that. And then uh, this week's WrestleMania week. we got a lot of stuff to cover. So today we did our NXT TakeOver predictions. Uh, next, This upcoming Friday, April 9th, we will do our NXT TakeOver recap. Saturday, April 10th, we will do our WrestleMania Night 1 predictions. Sunday, April 11th, we'll do WrestleMania Night 2 predictions. And then Friday, April 16th, we'll do our WrestleMania Night 2, Raw, and SmackDown Fallout. Um, So stay tuned on all our social media and as we go live for our other shows when we plug more information in the times for those. Um, Do we have anything else for the show this week? Just uh, next weekend, it is Mania weekend, and and, you know Mania is known for for the Monday after Raw with surprises and Fallout and everything else. just know that your favorite dumb marks will be giving a special announcement next weekend as well. So stay tuned for that. Uh, I think you guys will 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 be uh, will be eagerly anticipating it. Um, it's not going to be like you know Tony Khan promising the the greatest signing of all time, <laughs> um, but it is a big announcement from from our brand, from our company. Changing the landscape. Uh, it, it may change the landscape. It, it may might. change the landscape. Uh, and something that some people have asked for too. Yes, yes. So so stay tuned for that. Uh, next weekend we'll 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 make that announcement for you guys. Uh little little teaser to get you uh to come back in next week and, and join the podcast. So stay tuned for that. Um as always, hit us up during the week. Let us know what you like, what you hate, what you don't like about the show. I know Donald takes are terrible, but they are what they are. We gotta deal with it. My takes aren't um, terrible, they're just the truth. We can bring some beers that I might like. The truth. Hopefully Jason's Jason's drink of the week pick, which we'll do in a couple weeks here, will be better than Chris's today because that was trash. I agree. Let's hope, let's hope everybody likes next week's pick whenever we unveil that. 
yeah but uh no follow us along tweet us let us know well we're open to to comment suggestions criticism we you know as much as we like the love we also appreciate the hate so let us know what we can do to make your time spent with us more enjoyable week-to-week basis this is just four marks getting together to shoot the shit and talk about the stuff that we love as individuals so if nobody got anything else i'll read off this week's quote to end the show which is brought to you by johnny cash he said, trust gets you killed, love gets you hurt, and being real gets you hated. And with that, you're a mark, I'm a mark, tell a mark. Until next week, catch us around the way. Thanks, India. <laughs>